Hey, where did that fuckboy Chad say this party was at, dude? College cats! Somewhere out in the water. I fucking hate that dude with his stupid pop. College cats! Fucking white belt, dude. What the fuck? Is you okay? 2009 or some shit, dude. Here comes the spooky! I like dipping my mutts, uh, nuts in a motherfucking wood chipper, but not as much as my boy, Cincinnati Jim. What's going on, all you chuds and shutouts? Here comes the Spookies back with episode 37. Uh, today, we're going to find out if Nintendo is sponsoring a horror movie. Also, we want to know why Tucker and Dale are looking for a couple of college cats. So sit back, relax, tie your buddy to a chair, and make him listen to your second favorite podcast. What's going on, everybody? I am your host, Cincinnati Jeff, and with me always is the other Duke of Spook, the nuts to my dick, Nachos McWerewolf. Nachos, how you doing today, pal? How the fuck is everybody doing, especially Lady Dog? Como esta, fuck boys? <laughs> we got Gentle Ben in the fucking house tonight. Yay. Hey. What's happening? Thanks for having me, fellas. Oh, shucks. Thanks for being on the show, buddy. Excited to have you back into the studio, finally. We're all vaccinated. We fucking spent the last two hours spitting in each other's mouths. I can touch them now. Yeah, yeah. you can. Yep. Yeah, I've come out of quarantine. I've got my frozen two uh, hand sanitizer with me, so. Dude, my favorite was when fucking quarantine, like, first happened, and we got, like, a month in, and, and Nachos couldn't fucking handle it. So, like, <laughs> we were all Zooming, and then he's like, I gotta go. And then fucking, like, 30 minutes later, he just fucking shows up knocking on your garage. Oh, yeah, yeah. Came and you over. guys, I was so fucking jealous because you guys were just like fucking straight having a good time. But like 30 feet from each other was like, I'm going to leave this beer for here for you. And then like he'd take it, fucking wipe it down. <laughs> yeah. You brought a pack of smokes over for me and you had that fucking spray yep. uh, sanitizer and you sprayed it down and like threw it at my head from 10 <laughs> feet away. I mean, it was just I was having the same conversation with Mano Travels fucking the other days like because we were just didn't know the level of severity and how crazy shit was going to be kind of right. thing. So you had to be real safe about shit. If I had a hazmat suit, I would have been wearing yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, but you had given your fucking gas mask away ah, to, to fucking Lord Marshall of the fucking horrible horror podcast. Check those boys out. Oh, those boys. Yeah, it's been it, it was wild, man. I, I'm glad to be back here, though. I'm glad to be out of quarantine. Dude, I told I'm you before the fucking... show, like, th obviously, uh, Mrs. Gentle Ben has been uh, pretty pretty locked down just like mr gentle ben has so we're uh you guys have taken it very serious which we're people trying, should man. it's just a fucking joke i mean yeah. we did the same thing this was the that was the longest that we had gone without seeing each other um <laughs> since we became friends yeah it's actually very uncomfortable it yeah. was like that meme of wolverine i'm laying in bed and i'm just painting or petting the picture of cincinnati jeff <laughs> We we I will see you again. He came over one on it, time okay. and he was in my backyard and it was like I fucking set up lawn chairs and like we were like I fucking distance it with like fucking like measuring tape so I knew that we were like ten feet apart. I had like a cheap ass bonfire in between us. Yeah. It was like, a cattle prod. Throwing like, beers and he's like, My phone's dying. So I had to go inside and get like a fucking sixteen foot extension cord <laughs> to fucking throw to him. We did the drive-in that one night, and then uh, old Nachos fell asleep, so I we had to fucking leave. Straight pass the fuck out. My dipshit, I was like, yo, I'll dress up like Michael Myers. <laughs> and then, uh, hey, it's fucking 10 degrees out, so you know what isn't like a good insulated uh, get-up? A jumpsuit. Yeah. Yeah. Fun that fact. was funny. That was good. 
All right. Well, uh, everybody, obviously, we are talking Tucker and Dale versus Evil tonight. Before we get started, we've always got a couple of things. News and stuff. So this ties in with what you've brought with you, Nachos. Uh, MovieWeb.com, among other sources, reports Rob Zombie has been tapped by Universal Pictures to write and direct the Monsters film reboot. The project will reportedly begin filming in May and feature Zombie's wife, Sherry Moon Zombie, cast as Lily Munster. Shocker. Yeah. Yep. That's... uh... So uh, I did some cyber sleuthing the other week, and I came across a script. Uh, actually, Rob Zombie penciled up a script back in like '03. So is it written in crayon? Because that's what I would expect from it. <laughs> uh, uh, colored pencil, but yeah. Um, all right, so I have uh, I got a little copy. So we're doing a, we're going to do a script. Yeah, read we're, we're going to treat our fans uh, with some Patreon level shit right here, but for free because we like you. That's how we roll, that's, baby. That's right. All right, so um, all right, so we're gonna pass this around, and we're each gonna read our respective parts. So, w- what is your cast here? Yes, bear with us, listeners. So we have Herman Munster as Tom Tolls, you know, um, the obnoxious Tom Tolls, uh, voiced by Cincinnati Jeff. Grandpa Munster as Sid Hag, voiced by Cincinnati Jeff. Lily Munster, Sherry Moon, zombie, obviously voiced by your boy, not just Meg Werewolf. Eddie Munster. Vo- as Chris Hartwick, voiced by your boy, and uh, we have Simple Ben as Marilyn. Gentle Ben. Gentle Ben, yes. Simply <laughs> lady dog, gentle. Simple Ben, Gentle Ben, whatever. Simple lady it's all the dog. Same. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> all right, so. <clears throat> oh, wait. Okay. Let me make sure these are in order. Make some small talk. If there you go. Okay. I, well, that's the last page, I can tell. Oh, Pretty sure I had them in order. All right, October 31st, exterior shot. Night falls on a spooky Victorian manor misplaced in a 1970s cookie-cutter suburban neighborhood. 1313 Mockingbird Lane, to be precise. Herman, a patchwork figure cobbled together of human remains, akin to Frankenstein's monster, comes home from his job as a gravedigger. Drunk again. Here you go, boss. Hello, my goddamn stupid fucking slur against the mentally handicapped family. Where's my stupid whore wife? I'm in the kitchen, you giant green slur against gay people. Herman walks into the kitchen and slaps Lily, his slender vampire bride, in the mouth, spinning her like a top. Don't ever talk to me like that. I'm the goddamn man of the house, you cheap Transylvania trash. Lily collects her thoughts and pulls herself off the floor, rubbing her face. This is so much better than a Rob Zombie movie. I'm so glad this is happening. (laughs) Let's hope. You need to go spend some time with your son. I had to call off my afternoon shift at the Bat Cave. And spend all fucking afternoon at the goddamn school talking to that fucking creep principal about Eddie. Ever since you threw him off the roof when you were teaching him how to Mexican wrestle, he's been shitting his pants and jacking off into a box of fruit brute cereal in class. I think you knocked him. Mental slur for the handicap. I think we're going to have grandpa operate on him again. I think Eddie's starting to remember again. Very bottom. I'm not going to do fuck 
fucking thing. That little bastard ain't even mine. A vampire pussy. Whatever the fuck I am. Don't make no goddamn werewolf. And if I ever catch you looking at the neighbor's dick, I'm going to stick you in the front yard and wait for sunrise. I got a brand new pair of sunglasses I've aching to fucking try out. I promise I'm really trying to hold it together, dude. Uh, sorry, Stay in character. Sorry. 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 Some fucking man you are. You can't get your gang- gangrene dick up and fuck my pussy. <laughs> Grandpa suddenly emerges from the entrance of the secret basement laboratory in the living room. Jesus, oh floppy balls. <laughs> Did you see that butthole, the old male lady? Oh, I bet your balloon not so tight. You'd lose your wedding ring up there. <laughs> I'd slurp the shit out of that dick bed and turd cutter and yank on her piss flaps like a baby sloth with cerebral palsy. <laughs> oh, Rob Zombie is such a talented writer. Uh, Grandpa, that's no way to talk in front of Marilyn. Marilyn, in her teens, even though we'll cast somebody in their late 30s, early 40s, walks into the front door wearing a tattered misfit shirt and the butt's cut out of her pants. Also, she has dreads. Come to think of it, actually, everybody has dreads. (laughs) How was your date with that nice Dahmer boy, Marilyn? Eats me. Uh (laughs) (laughs) All right. So... Marilyn starts slapping her pussy or starts slapping her crotch while everybody's standing around starts saying it. Pussy does what pussy is. Grab them tits and spit them jizz. And everybody starts laughing because, you know, that's how families work, I guess. I don't know. In the background, Eddie fucks the box of fruit boot, brute and howls. Oh, Baba Booey. Later that night, uh, insert several shots of Halloween decorations and sample a clip from an old Universal monster movie. We'll use it for time transition. (laughs) Uh, Later that night, the family sits around the dinner table and discusses the big event for the weekend. All right, so tomorrow night's my boss's Halloween party, and we have to be there. I don't want him thinking we're some kind of fucking fruitcakes, understand? I like my job. Eddie, the only reason you like your job is to feel up the dead body's tits. Ricky (laughs) Butler says that him and the boys caught you fucking Miss Wilson after the funeral. The guys say they heard your green ass slapping against the casket until her fucking head fell off. (laughs) Coolio schooly, Mac Daddy. Uh... I have no idea how to write teenage girl dialogue. I'll have to ask Sherry to do this for me. I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't know how I got this far. <laughs> That's all I could find. But must uh, be obviously uh, uh, a tip of the hat and a uh, uh, to not just McGrow for finding this, and then of course pour one out for one's homie for Sid Haig. Uh, uh, so this must be an older script. Yes, yes, but, and Tom uh, Tolls as well. Damn, dude. And damn, uh, and, cheeks, uh, cheeks, cheeks. And uh, fucking Chris Hartwick's career. Hey, yeah. cheer, cheers to Rob Zombie for making a little shout out to the Burbs there with Ricky Butler. I know, <laughs> right? <laughs> hey, we can jump. we can piss and moan all we want about Rob Zombie, but goddamn it, I think every now and again he gets one right. Hey, I don't know where you found that, but dead serious, hundred percent. Look at me, that was really good. I know Rob Zombie is a very he's gonna go places. <laughs> that was, was really two thousand and three. <laughs> I think that was hot off the tails of the. 
second. The five people that listen to this show are going to love that. Yeah. That neighbor kid's a real meatball. It's a fucking meatball. <laughs> He's taking a shit in Art's yard. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. Well, now that we got that out of the way. Thank uh, you. Heads up. Didn't we do episode 37 last week? Uh, No. Okay. That was fantastic. Hold on. Let me yeah, double check. Now you got me fucking pretty sure I'll that was 36. Oh, so it was in in the cast. Uh, it just, I couldn't find the last three pages, but Uncle oh, Gil. Oh, goddamn, this is episode 38. Yeah, Fuck me. I'm uh, fucking so bad at this. Uh, Uncle Gil was going to be uh, Michael Berryman, and the voice of Charlie the Raven was Ken Foray. But uh, meanwhile, back to episode 38. Fucking gee, I cannot believe. You, all right. It's all right. Sometimes the sun does shine on a dog's ass. Mm-hmm. You know? All right. So uh, the next up, the last piece of news we've got here, uh, Don't Peek, uh, which is a horror film set both in the Animal Crossing video game and the real world, will go from a short film to a feature film. Deadline reported on Wednesday that the short film originally premiered at South by Southwest earlier this year online. Um, Timur... Beck Mabetov, director of Wanted and Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. No shit. And his production banner, uh, Bez- Bezlevs? I don't know. Uh, have picked it up for full-length production. Don't Peak, created by Julian Terry, is a six-minute horror film featuring Animal Crossing New Horizons on the Nintendo Switch. In the short, an unnamed woman plays the Nintendo Switch game on her bed late at night. She quickly finds that anything she does in the game happens in her real-world bedroom, opening a drawer, turning off the light, etc., before stuff starts to get real spooky. Actually, I think her name is Samus, and it's a backdoor uh, reintroduction <laughs> to the Metroid. Uh, Metroid franchise, which Nintendo apparently just fucking forgot. About. Now we all watch this. Uh, yeah. Yep. So, what you guys? What you guys think? I love. I love these. I love these shorts. Um, and I, I, they're fashionable. I know them over there. <laughs> they're comfy and easy to wear. That's, are you going to start talking about your fucking Rattata? <laughs> so what would you guys think? What'd you guys think of this? Well, six minutes, dude. I watched it while I was cranking out a Dukester. Um, I, I kind of didn't know what I was getting into. I was just, I never played Animal Crossing. So, uh, it's kind of like a, like a life sim game. Yes. Um, I don't know. Good payoff. I don't want to ruin it for people that haven't seen it, but uh, for sure, yeah. Don't don't give away the ending of that six minutes. There but. is a surprising lot of um, furry porn. What would you call that at the end? Not not quite a jump scare, but but uh, a grand reveal. But but yeah, good yeah, nonetheless, right there. Yeah. Definitely got me because I was I was waiting for something something to happen. I was not expecting that. You have that ominous build throughout the entire. Yeah. It. it I, I encourage people that are listening, like you said, the five people listening to their second favorite podcast. <laughs> uh, no, seriously, go check it out. It's really cool. Um, you know, and and the shorts are awesome, you know, because you can just fucking bang it out real quick. You can see what it's all about. And I was a little concerned, like, when you first sent it to me that it was going to be one of those cliche, oh, my God, a video game comes to life and it right. fucking kills everybody. We've you know, seen a couple of those. Yeah, we're right. living in the revel of... Uh, the Five Nights of Freddy knockoff. Right. We can hit wheelies with fucking Nicholas Cage. But the fact How that they could... are those are there now? Like, at least seven or eight of those. I, I thought there were just five. I don't know. I, I, I know there's never played a Friday the 13th. Interesting stories, for sure, on mm-hmm. those Five Nights of Freddy's, but I never played them. Yeah. So, do you guys remember? But for, for, for Don't oh, yeah, Look, yeah, though, yeah, like, yeah, or yeah. sorry, Don't <laughs> Peek, um, like, I, I texted it to the guys in uh, Horrible Horror, and uh, Aaron got back to me pretty quick, and he's like, I was like, hey, check this out, and he's like, damn, that was... That's pretty good, you know. Uh, there was there was years ago. There was another. Um, there was like a creepy pasta about. Was it lights out? No, it was the uh, smiling man. 
Oh, and then yeah. and then they oh, somebody the made like run. a like a three four minute video of like another short, and I was like, well, this isn't that creepy. And by the time I got to the fucking end, I was like, dude, I was watching it in the dark, like laying in bed. I'm like, yeah, that's just, just official, like uh, you know, has officially given me fucking goosebumps. This yeah, thing man. did the exact same thing. So when I woke up the next day, I I texted it to everybody. I was like, you guys gotta fucking watch this thing. This is fucking creepy. Yeah, some of the creepy pastas are fucking amazing, man. Some of those guys I'm digging this crazy though. Good I am excited to see. Don't peek. Yeah. Uh, I want to see the full feature. I'm really hoping that Nintendo gets on board. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what was the last time? It might be able to be considered a parody. So it should parody be. Parody laws a different. Uh, yeah, it should be allowed. And you know what? You could probably tweak it enough to where it's like animal neighborhood or right. Critter, right. Critter, crossing. critter crossing. Yeah. The last good thing Nintendo did was the fucking virtual boy. That's all I know. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> Yo, real talk. My <laughs> uncle was like not lead of the marketing campaign but he had to deal with that shit so like i got to fuck with the virtual boy before it came out and i'm just like it melted my retinas yeah. they're like it's splitting my grains <laughs> you're eight years old and you're like my face feels like it's melting off dude Why is I, there a knife blockbuster in belleville had a demo unit it was like the only one around here that i remember i don't remember collinsville getting one and you could go use it and i remember fucking i remember playing the fighting game that they had and oh, it's like after like out. yeah, it was like after forty minutes, dude, of just fucking playing it while my dad was finding movies. Worst fucking headache on the ride home. Yeah, that so was like the was common right. thing with those virtual boys was the fucking headaches, man. Well, we got uh, obviously very sidetracked. Don't peek. You can find it on YouTube. It's free to watch. Definitely check it out. We are big fans of the of the indie horror, especially the YouTube stuff. You know, that's where you can find a, a lot of Womp Stomp films. You know, when we've Hell done, yeah. you know, Never Hike Alone. Never hike in the snow, all that fun stuff. With so definitely check this out. Best friend, check Vincent it. Asante. Check yes. it out. Yes. So definitely check out. Don't peek. Isn't Jason Rising like? Are they still kicked? So that's that. So or? I think that's coming up because um, that's done. Uh, that okay. should be done. All right. But that's that's not why I'm stopping. I think he. he you think he helped out? Yeah. I think yeah. Vincent helped out with that, but that's a different, uh, the whole different thing. That's supposed to be like a. Oh well, let's not talk about it then. The no. full. <laughs> it's not Vincent. <laughs> Our good buddy. Yes, who's going to be on an episode when we... I can't wait till we King fucking... Kong. When we go see uh, the Kong uh, Godzilla. Kong. Yeah. Godzilla kicked the fucking dog shit out of King Kong. Mm. That's right, Zinkin Household. You heard what I said. Yeah. Suck it. Yeah, we literally got vaccinated just for that. An atomic lizard beating up a big monk monk with a burnt off butt cheeks. Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right. Moving on. So, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Where, when... Was the first time you find gentlemen have seen this movie, Gentle Ben? Guess go first. Uh, two hours ago at the Cincinnati Jeff household. Oh yeah, yeah. So we 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 talked we talked about it earlier this week, and you know we've been planning on doing this one for a while, but you know with the fucking coronavirus and all that bullshit. Yeah, not sure China if you guys virus. are yeah, for the un- uninitiated. It's a uh, <laughs> virus that's plaguing the world right now, but uh, <laughs> not in St. Charles apparently. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> but uh, but no. So we've been talking about it for a while. We've wanted to do this for a while, and uh, I was gonna watch it earlier this week. I actually got it. Um. Uh, I was getting ready to watch it, and I was like, you know what, fuck it. If we're doing a watch party, which we talked about, I'm just going to wait and give it, like, my first fresh review when I uh, when I watch it over here. So, brand well, new. Brand new to the movie. Nachos, go ahead. Uh, real talk, I think the first time I saw this, I caught a... Um, uh, either it was, like, a trailer in some other magnet film, or I caught it off of... Uh, uh, Netflix. What's that? It's uh it's like Disney Plus but crappy. Oh, cool cool. Okay. Gotcha. It's a room with a lot of windows. <laughs> wait, wait, no, that's not. God damn it. And don't call me Shirley. 
Yo, you like- I just like that button because Aaron hates it. You know, he's uh, always like, "You fucking use the crickets too much." I, I didn't know about this until like I don't know uh, a couple years ago. Leslie Nielsen like would go around with this fart machine. Oh yeah, dude, you ever seen him on Conan with yes, that? Yeah, low key, just watch him like casually just slip it out and just kind of. <laughs> and it like it's a legit fart machine. It's just it's not me. Hi, uh, but uh, deep in the bowels of the CNC fart factory. That's right. Uh, I'm really bummed out. I did not know that until right now because that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, we used to do it all the time, man. Yeah, dude, like because Leslie Nielsen, you know, uh, kind of a zaddy, if you will, probably could put, would be like because I got Creep Show, the Scream Factory, Super Duper Fancy yeah. Edition, and like they're just talking about like, yeah, Leslie Nielsen, he'd be at the bar, and then like you know these chicks would be swooning over old ass Super Balls, and he'd just be like, <laughs> be like. <laughs> Debbie made some good fart noises. Debbie was that you, noises. <laughs> it's like uh, Debbie. What what do you do for a living? You're a pet psychologist, you know, and shit like that. Anyway, uh, back to the story. He, so he, I guess. he did a he did a VHS tape way back in the day called uh, "Bad Golf Made Easy" because he's a big golfer. Was and rip, uh, yeah, rip. rip. Uh, but he uh, he had that fart machine on him uh, during it, and it was fucking great. Did you see what the outtakes, and it's fucking him doing it, like the people trying to keep it together because he's just fucking cutting loose with it. Oh, <laughs> by the way, uh, I we're going to do a giveaway at some point, not for the Leprechaun movie, but I went and got the best of Dorf. So oh, like, we do have the Leprechaun giveaway. Oh, well, we do? Well, we, well not on the show, but we are going to do that tonight. That'll, okay. That will come out on the on the Instagram. Okay, but uh, we're, we're going to do a Dorf giveaway at some point, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It's like the best of Dorf, dude. So strap in. Fuck All right. Uh, well, uh, for me, I uh, saw this How movie. How about you, Cincinnati, Jeff? Thank you. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> Usually I forget you're here. Who said that? Um, I, I saw this 2012, 2013 on Netflix. You recommended it. You're like, hey, uh, you told me to watch two movies, John Dies at the End and Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. I started with this one. I was like, fuck yeah. Awesome. Then I watched John Dies at the End. I'm like, not as awesome. Yes! But like, like that, equally fucking good. Um, this is not a video nasty, so this is not on our hello nasty list. Uh, directed by Eli Craig, full name Elijah Craig, same as the fucking bourbon. Uh, he he also has an acting career. He was in Rage, Carrie two. That's right. He was one of the uh, bro douche jocks. That's probably why he wrote Chad so well. And he also uh, wrote and directed Little Evil. Yeah, uh, that was it. Was his follow up shit? I think that's got sim- a yeah, similar kind of movie. It's got the same uh, the dude from uh, uh, Parks and Rec in it, Ben. In Park, oh, from Parks uh, and Rec. It's, it's not Adam Scott. Is it Adam Scott? Uh, yes, it it is. Adam Scott. Yeah, Adam Scott. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, you got it, dog. So now it's time to meet our casualties. Oh my God! This was a lot of fun to make. Actually, pretty big cast today, but uh, not a lot of people were really in much to talk about. So I'm just waiting for the xylophone. I won't talk during it. Thank you. Bam, bam. I'm sorry. You cunt. You K cunt. <laughs> We gotta make this as a ringtone at some point for our Patreon members. Hey, uh, open that for me. I got you, Dad. Oh. All right, so first up, Tyler Labine as Dale Dobson. Bane, Tyler Labine. Well, it's it, it's 
Labine. That's what it looks like. Are you sure it's Labine? Yeah, dude. I watched two seasons of uh, Reaper. Oh, do they say his name? Yeah, it's his character's name, Tyler Labane. Okay, all right, Labane, I guess. Sorry, they use his real life name for his character name. Yeah, it's weird. Plays Dale yeah, Dobson. Professional. Did I get that one right? Fuck face. It's actually it's the French pronunciation. It's a dub swan. Oh, okay. Stop, <laughs> stop. Yours is get the fuck out of here. All right, I'll go. Uh, he was in Rise of the Planet of the Apes, and he was in Super Troopers too. Hell yeah, he was. one of the Mounties. Fuck yeah, oh, yeah. He's in a lot of other stuff. He's good. Uh, also, this boy and a lot of stuff. And I, I could get this wrong. I was struggle on how to pronounce his last name. Alan Tudick. Tudicks. Tudick. Uh, who plays Tucker McGee. Now, he's in A Knight's Tale. Yes, he Firefly, is. Firefly, Serenity. He plays fucking uh, Steve the Pirate in Dodgeball. That's what I remember yes, him from. Yep. He's in Deadpool 2. Yeah, you're right. With uh, He's also in Rogue One. Yes, he plays one of my favorite droids of all K2SO. time. K2SO. Stop resist! Holy shit, what? he is. Yeah, yeah, ain't that bonkers? That man? is bonkers. Yeah, <laughs> got you a Ginder over there. All right, uh, Katrina Bowden, which we were all kind of fawning over there. She plays Allison. Now she was in Sex Drive, Piranha 3DD. Yes, she is. Nurse 3D. Oh my god, dude! She, what's up with that Paz chick? Is the the titular nurse? Like, is she hot or is she fucking funky? Either or. I've masturbated that movie several times. <laughs> She's also uh, Cerise in 30 Rock. Hell yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, Jesse Moss, who plays Chad. He was in The Uninvited, Final Destination 3, Ginger Snaps, and Wolf Cop. Whoa, he's in Wolf Cop? Yeah, he's like a gang leader, I think is literally what he's credited as. Well, he's a bitch made chump, and I throw him off a bridge. Uh, then we've got Shalane, Shalane? Yeah. Simmons, uh -huh. who plays Chloe. I'm not, I don't know who plays her tits, but I like both of them. <laughs> double D's. Whoa! <laughs> she also right? was in Final, Destin Final Destination 3 with her boy Chad there, and she was in See No Evil 2. That's a weird movie. Uh, Soska sisters. Philip Granger, who played Sheriff Gurr. Nothing. Yeah, he kind of looked like a fucktard. Brandon J. McLaren, who plays Jason. Uh, Christy Lang, who plays Naomi, which is I moan backwards. <laughs> What's that from? Is that Van Wilder? Uh, yes. <laughs> I love that fucking movie. Yep. Well, I'll never forget it, though, because he's right. Uh, Travis Nelson, who plays Chuck. Uh, he was in... Uh, well, that's got to be a spelling mistake. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he was in Dick Ears. <laughs> oh, yeah. You've never seen that? No, one, which dude? one? Got to stop right with these the drug. Yeah. <laughs> Dick uh, Hurd. <laughs> uh, I think it was Dark Hard. Uh, Haunting Melissa and Embraced by the Vampire. Did you say dick hard? Embrace dark hard. of the vampire. I think that's a Skinamax porno flick. It could be. Also, you're doing uh, a much better job than Rob Zombie. Thank so, you. No uh, Alex Arsenault uh, plays Todd. Adam Bachesny plays Mitch. And then Joseph Allen Sutherland, but not of the Sutherlands, who plays Mike. Jonald? Released in January 2010. Whoa. I don't know why I paused right there. My my apologies. Yeah, I thought January, the mic's cut out. You looked at January, me like, open your mouth, but I didn't hear anything. January 2010. I don't know why you did that either. <laughs> my Shatner. 20. 10. We, we can pause if you need a wipe real quick. <laughs> uh, so actually, not a bad year for horror movies. As, as, as much of a... Uh, naysayer i guess a, a fuddy-duddy i am of uh of modern horror for the most part uh, i do like some but not not a lot of it 
you got to be careful with that shit, though. There's yeah. a lot of poop to step in. Uh, this one, and, and I'm not starting strong here, by the way. This is no, in no means indicative of the entire list. Uh, but Nightmare on Elm Street remake. <laughs> That's a movie. Rubber. Dude, I like it. It's a fucking killer fucking spare tire with fucking mental powers. Able to hate it. I have not seen Robert. I've heard about Rubber so many times. I like it because it's so fucking stupid. Yeah. If this is horror movie 101, you don't have to worry about that shit. That's more into like South. And you don't like it, right, Nachos? You don't like Rubber. It's pretentious as fuck, but at the end of the day. I find it funny in the movie. Like, yeah, so. it's the guy who fucking loves Sergeant Kabuki Man. The won't fucking doesn't Sergeant want to watch Kabuki it. Man NYPD motherfucker. Get your shit straight. <laughs> the premise of the movie is so fucking outrageous. Right, that that's like, what makes it so fun. I, See, I, I thought old, it was going to be like a slapstick. I think it's like, kind it's of like movie, pretentious, like, like the fucking tire. No, 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 which is no, no, just no. a fucking cinema no, snob. The shit sick sipping. Ooh, can't say that word in the Rob Zombie script. Uh, <laughs> fucking, he's like he narrates his own movie. He's like. Oh, he's narrating to an audience in his own movie. This dude needs to have like a Ziploc bag over his head and a funnel coming out of his own asshole smelling his own fucking fart. The fucking tire is doing Shakespeare in the park. Yeah, it's a Michelin tire, buddy. What do they think they are? <laughs> all right, it's guys. All Goodrich and this Firestones. Fucking they fucking. It's like the '90s Firestones that explode randomly. How <laughs> fucking dare it! All right, I got one for you, real quick. Can you tell me the Michelin man's name? It's Mitchell, man. By Pedma. Oh, that's interesting. Is he a sex criminal? <laughs> <laughs> what do that's you think neat. he's done? <laughs> Can you tell me what the plastic tips of the ends of shoelaces are called? Uh, not Queegee bows. Uh, dude, they're like Tweedles or something. No, they're called aglets. All right. Now <sighs> okay, we both know Jeffy fucking stupid. Combs, yeah. All right. Uh, so also. No question um, here. <laughs> Devil, which actually I really liked. That was that was fun. Despite being trapped in a fucking elevator the entire time, that was a good. That was good. Oh, yeah. Like you can gauge if the devil's in the fucking elevator by that dropping had, that a has piece a, of peanut butter toast. has a uh, fake Brian Stum in it. The same dude from uh, Invitation. <laughs> what? <laughs> We'll talk about There's it a that doppelganger thing. out there? Uh, Frozen, not the animated. Yo, Adam Green. Yeah, Frozen. That's this is good. Pretty okay. That's yeah, good. this is good. Uh, uh, the Reef. The Crazies remake, which actually wasn't bad, but I I love I gotta, I love Romero's original. So I saw that movie in theaters with the Atomic Scarecrow and shit, and I was digging that movie, dude. That was a solid flick when I got jizzled. The, no, The Crazies? No, oh, it's sorry, a sorry. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I saw it in theaters. Dude, everything was cool. Last 10 minutes, the fucking sound went out, and I'm just like, I don't think this is like some artistic move. So like, <laughs> I like I go and I'm. Shrieking. They just they ran out of money to pay Romero, so they're like, "This is all you get for dialogue." It's like, and then the Foley artist will enter the theater. <laughs> no, <laughs> so like I pulled a a fucking Karen at the fucking manager, and he's like, "Well, I guess uh, I'm just bad at my job," <laughs> and uh, I don't know. <laughs> so he's like, "Here's a ticket to go see the movie again." I'm just like, "No, I just saw it. Fuck yourself." Uh, we also had Insidious, Troll Hunter, pretty good, yeah, yeah, Birdemic. That oh ha- God, I've seen trailers for that. <laughs> Stop there, <laughs> yeah. Saw the final chapter. Ooh, I, yeah, I think that's kind of a Friday the Thirteenth scenario. Uh, Hatchet Two, another Adam Green movie. <laughs> Fuck yes. Does dude. Joe Lynch do the commentary with him on that? Yeah. 
Uh, and then last yeah, yeah, is actually. the is the Wolfman remake. Because actually, the Wolfman remake actually kicked off the Universal um, reboot. Darkverse. But uh, they never really kind of ran with it. So that one actually has Anthony Hopkins in it. Um, and uh, Benicio Del Toro. That's correct. That was I, I'm pretty sure I was sucking that movie's dick off yes. last episode. Well, I don't know if you said it last episode, but we have talked about it before. It's not bad. It's slow. The mummy sucked. <laughs> Fuck that movie. <laughs> Fucking jack off and bury it with a turd. Um, so how you to okay? watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, regular DVD release as well as a double feature with Cabin in the Woods, which is hell. Cabin to in the, the Woods yeah. is pretty dope, fucking dude. solid yeah, fucking yeah, double yeah. feature there. You also get two Blu-ray releases with your standard Blu-ray and a Steelbook version. All three releases uh, have the same special feature, so that's kind of nice. And then it's always streaming online somewhere. This this movie is fucking never offline. You can find it. It is right now, though. No, the, it's not. Well, I had to I had to subscribe to the MonsterVerse, which is like an extra Amazon Prime like side channel kind of thing. It was like a dollar ninety nine a month. It's like a dollar ninety nine a month, but it came with a bunch of movies. So I got my Steel Case copy at um, Walmart. Walmart. Yeah, and uh, so here's the best part. It comes with artwork from Colonel Tony Moore, the artist of The Walking Dead. Um, I'll, I'll be sure to snap a picture and throw it up on IG because it's pretty fucking cool. It is cool. cool. I saw one of those Walking Dead. Uh, what is it? Like, it's not a comic, but like where they have all the pictures from the movie and like a bunch of shit that they drew. It was like a big book. And oh, you, it's uh, like in an, in an uh, omnibus? Yeah, I don't know called? what they... A collective? Yeah, it's like a collective, like different pictures. Dude, it was... Pretty pretty cool. I like, that, really dude. Cool shit I like that dude shit. He did uh the yeah. Brian Posehn Deadpool run for a couple of He did, man. It was the uh, first like five or six, wasn't it? Y'all remember when we went to the fucking uh Star Clippers and yeah. got Brian Posehn to sign our shit? Yep. And I, I like, have that down there. He signed uh his copy of Deadpool number one to my very handsome friend Eric. And then I was just like <laughs> not spazzing out. I was just kinda like, Hey, you just put whatever you want. He's like what if I just like did a bunch of dicks on it or something? <laughs> we we'd have Aaron Southwind do the or words. <laughs> Are you asking me how to say your friend's name? I know how to say my friend's name. You know, uh, oh, oh boy, this is embarrassing for you. Slippy, slappy. It's a, it's Samsonite. It was. I do- yeah. Modoc, back you, me up here. Hell, if your fucking Irish ass could get any redder. <laughs> I'm like my baby. I'm like a baboon. Aaron Southworth. Anyway, <laughs> I have to go check on something in the other room. We're about to start the fucking episode. Oh, well, I guess we could do that. Yeah, bring it back. So let's go ahead and horse around with some maniacs. One of us is really going to enjoy murdering you. So the film begins with a news reporter and her cameraman investigating a crime scene much further than what was already given a la The Blair Witch Project. Uh, they walk into a abandoned mill, hoping to find more clues, only for the news reporter to suddenly be struck on the head. The cameraman gets frightened and runs off before being struck as well with a big-ass pipe. <gasps> oh, no. Dropping his camera and dying moments later, you then get a sudden glimpse of a disfigured man smiling into the camera. I believe in Harvey Dent. <laughs> Three days later, Allison and her friends Chad, Jason, Chloe the Whore, Naomi, Chuck, Mitchell, Mike, and Todd are on a road trip hoping to find a good time in the woods and to party and smoke some weed. But before they rush in front of a truck belonging to Tucker and Dale, 
they have a sudden scare that turns out that they forgot the beer. Dun, dun, dun. No! Uh, so uh, our two leads here, Tucker and Dale, then catch up with the college kids. Is this the part where they drive by? And give them fucking dirty scares for cutting them off can and we, speeding. Can we try to recreate the faces for the faithful listeners? <laughs> Dude, the it's that dead eye. It's like... 30 seconds of just silence. I wish there was like an anonymous like... <laughs> that drone. Yeah. Droning roar. The, I'll make it quick, but this was the part of the movie that I realized Take I'm going to love this movie. Because that look on Dale's face, D- that fucking deadpan... so good. Yeah. It's like... Hmm, and then... Uh, fucking Tucker, I don't even... I, it's like his eyes are rolling up in his head, and he's like... He's kind of got that slack <laughs> jaw. That's good, that's good. <laughs> I can't see my face. Uh, so this is obviously misinterpreted by the students as a threat. Um, and then, you know, we of course we get Naomi, who's bitching and screwing about the beer, so the college kids panic and then stop at a local uh, convenience store gas station. It was like last stop, something like that. Yeah, last... last- Last chance gas, last stop gas, something like that. Sounds plausible to me, dude. At the store, Chad and Allison walk inside to see Tucker speaking with the store clerk, and the two give each other a fucking stare off, uh, with Chad and Allison believing that they are intimidating him. But in reality, the two Hill abilities were intimidated by them. And I fucking, I love the exchange between the fucking clerk and fucking Tucker. He's like, read me that list again. He's like, uh, circular saw, hacksaw, feminine wipes, hanging uh, hooks, extra lubricated (laughs) condoms. (laughs) You got to like turn on the fucking subtitles to catch all that shit, but it's fucking great, dude. I missed the back end of it. I caught like when he was talking about the hacksaw and and, and all that shit, but I didn't hear anything about the condoms. So what kind of uh, weekend do you think Tucker and Dale were planning if a set of events did not occur? Well, he's been striking out with the ladies. (laughs) I got some dumb shit for that. Uh, So Allison browses the store and catches Dale on the other side of a shelf who uh, becomes frightened and then obviously turns tails and run away. Her Chloe tail. then comes and confesses to Allison that this place is creepy and they obviously need to just get out of here. After the two leave and Chad purchases the said beer, Tucker and Dale, who are both munching away on some pickled eggs that Dale wanted, uh, are putting the supplies back into the truck. <laughs> uh, Dale, who has an inferiority complex. No, I don't. <laughs> oh, that little hand. That's good no, shit, no. man. <laughs> Begins staring at the college girls, particularly Allison, and feels that the girls um, like them cannot mix well with a gentleman like himself. Tucker tries to uplift his friend's uh, spirit and advises him to go talk to the girls, telling them that all he needs to do is smile and laugh because that shows confidence instead of being nervous all the time. And he's like, you know, you're... You're kind of good looking man and uh, decent looking. And that you got two for you right <laughs> there. Two things right there. That's two things right there. Uh, so, taking that advice, Dale, while holding a bushwhacking scythe, approaches the girls and attempts to strike up a conversation. Oh, goes, fuck. Y'all going camping? <laughs> <laughs> like, then you hear, like, either he spins it over his head or it's like, it, it, Makes an audible noise. Go ahead. This easily terrifies everybody, which makes Chad step in with some fucking, like, Krav Maga. And he's like, whoa, man, back up. We don't want to mix in. Guess who my least favorite character in the movie is? It's a quarter blood technique right here, because I do this and a fucking quarter blood just comes out. Nah, see, like a real ninja man, he brews on the inside. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So that scares off the nervous ability, and everybody leaves. It's uh, dangerous being a jive turkey so close to Thanksgiving. 
the uh, the college college kids um, continue on the road trip while Tucker and Jail drive away uh, to their newly acquired vacation home. Which to them, uh, they were dreaming of getting. Uh, all the while, Tucker continues giving advice to Dale that life is short and you gotta go what after you uh, gotta go after what you want. Holy shit! That's the payoff at the end of the movie. He then drops his beer in his lap and Dale goes to clean it up. Suddenly, a cop car which is following him shows up, turns on the lights, which Tucker is now slightly panicked and fucking pulls over with Dale struggling to get free. Finally, pulling himself up, but without his shirt on. Yeah, what happened to his shirt? I don't even it's know like, how it came it, off. It, it's got it's caught. Tucker, it's caught. <laughs> I, I I think like he took it off to swab up the beer kind of thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, as the cop reaches their window, uh, Tucker hands him his temporary license as he's lost his wallet and a new one is being delivered in the mail. The cops begins to interrogate him. Tucker's like, we just got ourselves a new vacation home. <laughs> My buddy here's been striking out with the ladies. Thought, you know, a little male bonding might cheer him up. Some guide time. So here's a fun fact <laughs> from the deleted scene or, or not, uh, on the commentary. So the uh, police officer. You kind of, he kind of hesitates for a moment. You catch that. He's just like, and then he gives that little like, oh, God. Because his his motivation was just imagine that uh, Dale's your son kind of thing. <laughs> so, and he's just Because he like, looks uh, into both of them and he's like, all you're going to find up in them woods is pain and suffering. I'm like, anyways, here's your license back. <laughs> I'm like, I pulled you over for that busted tail light. Get it fixed. That's great information. Thank you, officer. <laughs> I'm like, let's go to these woods. So, so, it's, it's, like, it's really helpful. Thank you. Tucker looks at Dale and he's like, because they're like, that shit was fucking dark. And he's like, you know what? He's embarrassed because he can't afford a vacation home of his own. <laughs> I thought he was just being emo hick. <laughs> it's a little dusty. Got in his car and he's like, Gert. And he calls for me. No. And then he fucking cranks up the yellow card. <laughs> that was the deputy's name. Mother of God. I think it would be the dispatcher's. Gert. Gert. Gert oh, you, why don't you go stand in the field with your radio? <laughs> All right. Uh, so the two finally reach the old cabin, which they call a fixer-upper, uh, seemingly impressed by the shoddy wooden house. <laughs> it's a mansion. It's, it's just, just a, a little, little dusty. <laughs> a little dusty. I'm thinking archaeologists used to live here. <laughs> yeah. They go inside and they see bones oh, hanging sorry, from man. the ceiling, which Tucker assumes belong to an archaeologist. And <laughs> Dale's like, an archaeologist? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. An ar- arca- yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a paint-by-numbers, dusty <laughs> cabin in the wood, evil, dead, wrong turn kind of and situation. And he's like, and it must have been old. A news hound, too, because they find all these fucking newspaper oh, clippings shit. on the wall. Yo, yo real talk before we... Who, who do you think owned that cabin prior to? Oh, it's so it seems to be connected to the Memorial Day Massacre, ah. um, which I I assume was probably owned by the by the killers from this massacre that we're learning about later. But very good. Tucker is more excited about the buy two get one three chili dog coupon <laughs> no expiration date yeah. score. All the news score. articles are like teen slain, <laughs> dead bodies found. Also, oh, chili fun. dogs. Uh, Buy three, get at the chili two dog free. Depot. Fun fact: they tried to get Arby's for that, but no good. Yeah, they heard like some employee tore up a bunch of napkins and did like a fucking walkout <laughs> dance or something. So uh, he was later going to have a podcast. They wanted to fucking yeah. invite that kind of shit, Another thing I noticed about this happen. movie too, like just going into it, 
And up to this point already, you can tell that this is going to be an easily quotable movie. Oh, yeah. So many fucking golden quotes out of this How one. many times have we quoted this shit already, I know, dude. I, I know. mean, fuck. I mean, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, even yeah, up to this man. point, like, it's like, how many fucking quotes do we already have? So right after this fucking exchange goes down, I love, my favorite part is fucking Dale points. He's like, hey, Tuck, look, we got my favorite game, my board game, and just fucking points up. All it says on the side of the box is trivia. <laughs> Not fucking Trivial Pursuit or anything. That just says trivia. Do you have it in the notes or... What? Okay, so yeah, they tried to get Trivial Pursuit, but uh, no bueno. Yeah. So, it, and then in the fucking subtitles, they call it trivia. It's actually trivia. What were you saying, too? I don't want to get too far ahead here about, like, the PBR, how there was, like, licensing issues with PBR. Oh, uh, well, so they licensed a 12-pack of PBR because in the car, or I'm sorry, the dilapidated truck. They're drinking their, beer brand beer. That's right, with their beautiful American bulldog. Jangers? Jangers. Jangers. That's right. My dog, Jangers. beautiful blue eye. Yeah, they're drinking beer brand beer, so I think they could only uh, use PBR for certain scenes of the movie. Yeah. And we're back. So uh, uh, the newspaper clippings of all the murders were ignored by the two friends as their eye was caught by the coupon instead. I mean, real talk. Uh, Then poking through it all, um, they were fucking finishing out, checking out the cabin as Tucker leans on a pillar and it creaks as a beam of wood with nails poking through it comes out and falls damn near fucking impaling Tucker as Dave sa- excuse me, sails him by fucking diving on his ass. And the two agree, this fucking place has got to be fixed up soon. What kind of Indiana Jones in the Temple of Hillbilly fuckery <laughs> is this? No, Temple of Incest. There we go. Uh, meanwhile, the college kid students have set up their camp and are sitting around a campfire. <laughs> they have this uh, exchange where it's Jason. He's like, hey, if you have a, a dream. You where, can say the only black guy. Where if you're, okay. you know, if you're sucking dick, right, and you just keep having it, does that. Are you gay? Are you almost sucked the dick? Yeah. That's what it was. It's yeah. <laughs> it was like uh yeah. But you haven't actually sucked a dick. <laughs> well, two thousand and uh ten was a problematic time. Two thousand and twenty one. So, I like that. this part because it's real subtle. Fucking Chuck's like, hey, do y'all want to hear a scary story? And everyone goes, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> so then Chad comes in and asks, they want to hear a real scary story, which everyone has to fucking comply because Chad is the fucking alpha. Debatable. Uh, he begins uh, by taking a puff off his inhaler because he has asthma. And he starts with the Memorial Day Massacre, which occurred 20 years ago at the very woods they were camping in. Six college kids were out partying on the in the woods until two psychotic hillbillies approached them menacingly. I love the fucking technotronic that's playing in the fucking background. Mm, yeah. Pump up the jam. Pump it up. Get, Get your booty on the dance floor. <laughs> and then they fucking hillbillies eject the tape, put in their own music. I want to find out what this fucking, song is. A murder massacre. It's I. Like, we all came here to die, and the dude's, like, scratching his neck with that fucking saw blade, and I'm not going to lie, I had a little half chub. So one of them holds up a saw blade, which he scratches the back of his neck with, and then flings it into one of the male students, which cuts right through the middle of his head. Did you see his glasses split? Oh, yeah. It's dope. a solid scene. The second one comes up, approaches a girl who backs away to a tree, stabs her through the throat, and then goes, shh. Uh, we get a blonde girl who goes running through the woods and falls down a hill. Uh, crawling away and hiding behind a log, she is found by one of the killers and watches as the weapon comes down and knocks her out. The flashback ends with Chad saying that no bodies were found and the only lone survivor lived to tell this story. The whole group looks mortified and terrified until Mike comes in, sniffing some toilet paper, and Thank says, you. there's a lake nearby, and asks if anybody wants to go skinny dipping. <laughs> 
I'm not getting naked. <laughs> What's up with that, dude? That's my signature line when skinny dipping. It's like, I'll put a sock on my cock, but I'm, I ain't getting naked. I'm putting on more clothes. <laughs> Where's that parking, motherfucker? Let's go swimming. What's his name from Arrested Development? Uh, the Never Nude. Uh, oh, uh, Tobias. Yeah, Tobias. <laughs> Maybe they're Never Nudes. <laughs> didn't, didn't I quote that? Did he blew himself? Oh, I blew myself again. Uh, so, relieved by the dramatic tension, they all agree. It gets dark, and Tucker and Dale are now shown fishing on a boat out on the lake. Dale and Tucker reach into the cooler to see if there's any beer left, but only find one, in which Dale gives it to Tucker, who then advises him to stand up for himself and calling him hopeless. And as he does so, he tries to reach for the beer, which fucking Tucker just fucking slaps his hand. Don't even fuck. He's like, you just told me. He's does it again. He's like, stop it. My Foley work sucks. I apologize. <laughs> but that wasn't the last thing I said. The last thing I said was don't touch it. Yeah. <laughs> so as this is going on, Allison now, who's prepared, she's prepared to not skinny dip, but uh, swim in her bra and panties. Get naked and moon behave. Uh, here's a noise. Uh, they turn around and they see that it's Chad scaring her. Oh, sorry. She's not getting naked yet. My bad. Uh, so Allison now preparing to go skinny dipping. Here's a noise at the car. Turns around and see that it's Chad scaring her with an axe. She is easily turned off by this, but approached by the drunk Chad, it begins to tell her to drop the act. You're pretending to be better than everybody, but you know what? That's okay, because I'm better than everybody, too. We're better than everyone. We should be a fucking power couple. We should sniff each other's farts. And then the he fucking starts to minutes. kiss her neck, and Allison's like, dude, back the fuck up, dude. I, I don't Chad, like you like that. Chad, it's called consent, yeah. but your name's Chad. I don't like so. your fucking it was I don't like your white belt scene. buckle and your fucking pop collar and your fucking Cory Grader looking ass. <laughs> hey, what's up, bro? In 2010, we'd be popping them collars. Right. So Allison's like, nah, I'm going to fucking go catch up with everybody. You can fucking back into your fucking inhibitions yourself, you piece of shit. I can't figure out how to undo your white belt. So the rest of the students <laughs> take off all their clothes off and drop into the lake, which captures the attention of Tucker and Dale, who can easily see from a distance a topless Chloe. And we saw it, too. Uh, wait, would you say that... Um, we got boobies! Boobies! And boobies! At the 28-minute mark. Guess we're adults. Uh, Dale is immediately put off at the thought of being near them while Tucker tries to row the boat closer to get a better look. Dale attempts to row them the other way, and the two are They're fucking just doing fighting. donuts. <laughs> uh, agua donuts. <laughs> Jellyfield donuts? Nope. Uh, while Tucker catches a glimpse of Allison taking off her clothes, save bra and panties, uh, on top of a rock. Dale His looks panties. away and tells Tucker to row the boat as he calls him a peeping Tom. Allison begins to climb down the rock to jump into the lake, and Dale accidentally shouts Tucker's name. <laughs> <laughs> prompts her to fucking turn around slip in fear hitting her head and falls into the lake unconscious he's like when you're fucking watching naked women please don't shout my name <laughs> and so the dominoes begin to fall <laughs> alright so uh, Tucker and Dale briefly argue before they realize that she is not getting back up the two rode the boat to the spot where she fell and Dale dives in to save her from a distance, Chloe sees Dale bringing up an unconscious Allison to their boat and screams in Taylor. Terror. Tucker calls out that the college students, We got your friend! <laughs> we got your friend! Taking this as a menacing threat, the students run away, which confuses the two hillbillies. Deciding to take the unconscious Allison back to their cabin, hoping that their friend will come to pick her up in the later morning, the two row away. I fucking love it because it's like, Hey, we got your friend! 
And then it's <laughs> it's it's not what the does he say? what does he scream? We got your friend. It's I wouldn't say it's as menacing as it appears to be. No, no, it, this movie is just a uh, <clears throat> sorry. This movie is just a series of misunderstandings. Misunderstandings. Yep. Now you said that there's a uh, um oh a deleted scene, right? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So there's a part where apparently, um, I, I believe it. I, I don't know. I uh, they they never filmed it, but it was one of the because uh, they reference it later in the film. Our hillbilly duo uh, goes to uh, CPR. Give Allison I don't know mouth why to mouth. Yes, I don't know why I'm going Jeff Goldblum with this shit. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> I'm not really sure. But anyway, yeah, one of the one of the hillbilly hillbilly duo goes to give her CPR and. Uh, uh, so this is your part. All right, so uh, back to Chad now. He's shown drunk back at the campsite, throwing an axe with fucking pretty good precision. Yeah. I got to be fucking honest. Still back here. Yeah, for a fucking you know fucking uh, college kid there and a frat. And this was pre axe throwing businesses too. So he must have learned in the fucking woods uh, from his dad, maybe. Right. Hey, we're <laughs> not getting there yet. Nah, he's from the backwoods of Collinsville. <laughs> As the rest of the kids show up and let him know that the hillbillies took Allison away. Uh, he picks up the axe, axe, runs to the shore, but it's too late as the hillbillies have now carried Allison off into the fog. Next morning, Allison wakes up with a bandage wrapped around her head, dazed and confused, and looking around inside the cabin. She's very fucking unfamiliar with her surroundings. Um, she spots the bones and this mean-looking one-eyed dog laying next to her bed. Dale then comes in uh, and terrifies the young girl. <laughs> And in a panic, the shy hillbilly, who only came to give her pancakes, assuming she didn't like them, backs out to make something else. And he's like, oh, my God, no, should I ask her if she likes pancakes, <laughs> doofus, dummy? So in the uh, commentary, Tyler LeBain, LeBain, LeBain came in and he's like, I was just trying to wheeze out of my nose so hard to be like some psychopathic hillbilly. <laughs> Meanwhile, the college students are discussing what they thought they saw when Allison was being carried away with Chuck saying that it looked like one of them was trying to eat her face. An obvious misinterpretation of the CPR from the uh, yes, deleted the, scene. The that makes a lot more sense because when he said that, I was like, how the fuck would he have ever thought that? I thought it was just like one of those, this guy's just completely out of his mind and just seeing shit. And that still makes sense, right? He's yeah. just kind of like making up shit. Yeah. Uh, I moan then suggests to call the police, which Chad disagrees with, seeing as it a chance to fight evil without any rules or regulations, remarking it's us against them. Do you think a white dude named Chad would have to worry about the cops? Chuck volunteers, since his dad is the uh, allowed only him to drive his truck to go and find help, while Chad uh, uh, is put off by what he says, but he can leave if he wants to. <laughs> you can leave your friends behind. <laughs> okay, thanks. If your friends don't. Dance. Chuck then R-U-N-F-O-F-T's out of there uh, to Chloe's dismay. Jason now spots the cabin from around the corner and alerts everybody. They all fear approaching the cabin. Same for Mitchell, who comes up, uh, who claims that they may not be psycho killers at all. Chloe then suggests that he should just walk up and knock on the door, which Mitchell snarks at, but reveals that he's also a little too scared. Back at the cabin now, Dale returns with eggs and bacon uh, and gives it to Allison. Uh, the two talk for a while, in which Dale says the cabin is Tucker's new vacation home, and then he introduces himself and the mean one-eyed dog, whose name is actually Jangers. He's just a big old teddy bear. You just pet him on the nose if you want. Jangers is a real good boy. <laughs> uh, he, Ted Woodpeck. She's yes. like, she's like, yeah, he's drooling. 
<laughs> yeah, he does that sometimes. Yep. Uh, she then says uh, that uh, he tells her that he hit her head as she slipped off the rock in the lake there, and uh, Tucker and her, or Tucker and Dale then rescued her from drowning, uh, but her friends ran off. Uh, <laughs> And he's like, hey, look, not everybody's good in a crisis. Uh, friends, would you not agree that bitches be slipping? Hey. <laughs> Third episode strong. Uh, so they hope that uh, they'll return to pick her up now. Um, and throughout this conversation, Dale shows his anxiety uh, from t- talking to a high-class woman and attempts to clean up the place. <laughs> he's like picking up old fucking beer cans and shit. <laughs> and Allison asks, does anything to do for fun? Which uh, Dale suggests, hey, I got my favorite board game here, Trivia Up. Trivia up. Trivia up, yep. Beep, 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 beep. So uh, back to the college students now. Chad, Mitchell, Mike, and Todd play rock, paper, scissors to see who is going to send uh, themselves, like who's going to go and investigate. Mitchell loses, and he fearfully approaches the cabin while Tucker prepares to chainsaw through uh, some old down trees. Oh, shit. He looks up and spots Dale and Allison playing the board game and having some fun. He's like, he's a little butthurt. Damn, Romeo. <laughs> <laughs> he's all butthurt. He's out there fucking hacking away at logs. <laughs> while, Damn, Romeo. Well, he's like, fuck it. And he begins to cut through the wood, not knowing that a beehive is hiding inside this old stump. Unbeknownst. Which he accidentally cuts through. The bees swarm Tucker, which prompts him to swing the chainsaw madly and run from them in a fucking giant panic. You know what his whole shit is, what he's doing. He's fucking, he's doing the dance for me, baby. He's fucking doing the fucking uh, Leatherface dance. dance. Uh, pretty fucking well, I might yeah. add. Yeah. So Mitchell spots this and mistakes this as a uh, a prompt for being attacked. He yells at his friends to run before running into the woods themselves with Tucker following with said chainsaw. The two run deep into the woods until they <laughs> both fucking line up side by side yeah. and briefly turn to each other in it's slow-mo. This... And fucking like, he's kind of looking at Mitch. Like, and then we get the a better shot of fucking here? Mitch looking at fucking Tucker with like still this deadpan fucking stare. <laughs> this fucking morbid curiosity of uh what the fuck are you doing here and as tucker goes to fucking pass him fucking mitch runs into a fucking big brush of pile of trees Straight. and one fucking giant sharp log fucking sticks out and impales him right through the fucking sternum right through the gut. tucker continues to run not realizing that fucking mitch has died he's just trying to get away from the bees and mitch dies alone on the spot as a lone bee hovers and lands on his nose yes nachos go ahead ben do you remember when we were sharing some beers in your gay rage a couple weeks ago and it was the rule of Power tools in the daytime. The sound of power tools in the daytime. Yes. Versus power tools at nighttime. Bizarre. It was, dude, what time was it? It was like 11 o'clock, midnight, something like that. Pretty fucking not early. Fucking, yeah. Dude, straight up some of the burb shit. That is the second time I have now referenced to that movie. I I, I can't get that movie out of my head. Well, you're a real meatball. (laughs) Hey, dude, dude, the dark brings on the the night is dark and full of terrors. It brings a lot of shit. Let me tell you right now. Castlevania me. It was like straight up power tools, though, dude. It was like fucking saws and it's chainsaws. Like a circular and, saw. Yeah, like a circular saw. I think I heard a chainsaw at some point, some fucking power tools, drills. I'm like, what the fuck is going I'm on? I'm going to tell you what. Ask me 12 hours ago if I believe in ghosts. I'm going to tell you no. But I'll tell you what. At midnight, I'm a little more open minded. <laughs> Here, bro. Right? <laughs> That's just how that fucking goes. <laughs> Goddamn tools got now, the power. Meanwhile, Allison and Dale continue their game of trivia. Which Dale, which Dale reveals he has a weird brain. Uh, he's extremely dumb, but he remembers everything he hears. Allison remarks that he isn't dumb, and this actually makes him quite brilliant, uh, telling him there's a difference between education and intellect. 
She tells Dale that she plans on getting a bachelor's degree in psychology, which then he fucking starts to kind of like church his shit up. And he's like, and so uh, like crosses his legs. Like, Tell me, what do you plan on doing with that in a career? Like shit like that. <laughs> uh, fucking Tucker then comes in swollen faced and angry at Dale for not helping him. Oh, he is uh, shit <laughs> he's like, well, you're right here fucking playing board games. I'm out there doing all this work, and I saw it into a fucking beehive. <laughs> Dale's like, well, that's stupid. Why'd you do that? <laughs> Why'd you do that? Well, I didn't do it on purpose, idiot. <laughs> so he goes to the cooler, and he fucking pops open a beer and just washes his face with it. <laughs> As Dale's like, all right, you know what? Okay, uh, how about I help you pull them stingers out? Then I go outside and help you whatever you want. And Tucker's like, yeah, that sounds nice. I'd like that. That sounds real nice. <laughs> <laughs> he also remarks that. to Allison, he's like, I saw your friend out there running away. Uh, he also must be allergic to bees because he's running like a bat right out, out of hell. <laughs> Allison then tries to go out there and find her friend, but Dale's like, no, hey, you still need to rest. Uh, Tucker and Dale are on the case, and we'll go find them for you, where Tucker's like, yeah. Right, Can that be yeah. the name of the sequel? Because I'm down. Tucker and Dale on the case? <laughs> right? Oh. So the college students now find Mitchell's body hanging from the oh. fucking tree stump that he's been impaled on and see it as a warning from the hillbillies to stay out of the woods. You say he's just hanging around? <laughs> you get out of these here Appalachians, boys. You say he's all stuck up. This provokes Chad even further into insanity by breaking Chloe's phone and throwing his axe, which nearly hits Jason in the face. This is all of my face. <laughs> he's like, she's like, I'm just trying to get a signal. And Chad just is like, fuck your phone. Yeah, and just fucking uh, Juggalo hatchet chops that shit. And then he fucking just hurls that shit at the tree. And then fucking Jason's like, that's my whole face here. That's the line. Oh. Uh, so they hear Tucker and Dale approaching and then they hide behind a, uh, a bunch of trees. And they listen on to the conversation. <laughs> it says, Dale's going on going, man. I was beating the hell out of her back there. <laughs> the Tucker's like, yeah, you beat the crap out of everybody. There's something wrong with you. And he's like, I know. <laughs> Which obviously terrified the college kids. And he's like, I'll tell you what. I'll go back. I'll finish her off. And then and then I'll help you. <laughs> Tucker's like, that's cool. And he's like, hey, look, this axe. He's like, the college kids must be around here. He's like, call for him. So then Tucker starts How's to call going? out. College kids. <laughs> College cats! Because he's all fucked up for the beast stings and he's fucking... I assume he's got some fucking chew or some worm dirt in his lip. Yeah, he's got a fucking steady lump. College cats! <laughs> I like that last one. He's like, just bring the bravado. Which uh, obviously terrifies them even more. Uh, they decide to leave a message which Tucker's like, how the fuck are you going to do that? And Dale's like, here with this. So he carves a message into a tree stump and then walks off. Uh, the engraving reads... We've got your friend. And the college kids start to freak out even more. Back at the cabin, Tucker is now chipping away at these old logs instead of chopping up with a chainsaw via this wood chipper that they've brought down with them. Yep. Uh, while Dale is out digging a hole for the shitter. Yeah, crap. And, and at this crapper. point, too, at this point, too, Tucker and Dale still have no idea that Mitch was impaled by that by that tree they didn't see him yeah they have not seen him so they found the axe and they wrote that so note, throughout but, the movie they yeah. never see mitch right dead so as as uh dale later as dale is uh now digging out the fucking shithole um crapper the crapper, crapper. the shithole. allison walks up and fucking house and i asked you guys this so we we're watching the movie and dale is actually singing jamie kennedy's version of circle circle it's dot like dot now i got my cootie, cootie shot, shot. <laughs> okay let's elaborate on that cincinnati circle Jeff. circle dot dot now i got my cootie shot Ooh, i think that girl is hot what 
like so there's that there's that that that's that playground circle circle dot dot now you got your cootie shot like saying i just know jamie kennedy did like a parody goofy ass song back in the mid aughts yes queef yeah okay <laughs> uh, like i said i'm like one of three guys who fucking likes malibu's most wanted so. other than jamie kennedy himself <laughs> other than randy from screen i'm hey, one of five i, lo- guys I love randy so i gotta fucking like it <laughs> i'm one of five guys that likes fucking mcgruber so we're good <laughs> dude that part where he jams the celery stick up his, up his ass? ass yeah dude were we talking about that last night i've never shot a gun <laughs> <laughs> That just picture where it's him shitting into the dude's convertible. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you know who dies in that movie? Derek Mears, Jason Voorhees from the Friday the 13th remake. Cincinnati Jeff, go ahead. The, that dude who has uh, alopecia or whatever. got uh, Is that what it's called? We got the no hair on your body, right? That's chemo, dude. You need to call. No, down. that's no. It's alopecia. I'm okay. being. I'm being a facetious. <laughs> all right, all right. So, all right. So, Allison approaches. Who is an old-fashioned gal? Um, right. So she's like ready to chip in and she's wearing some old clothes that she found in the cabin. Uh, which they modified, she modified to fucking awful, hit this Just banging ass terrible. fucking body. Disgusting. Disgusting. Like my boner only threw up twice. Yeah. She's like, I can fucking help out, which uh, to Dale's surprise, she's like this fucking high class girl knows how to fucking dig a shitter hole. Um, it confesses that, hey, I grew up on a farm and I had to work around well, here. Just like either Bob fucking Evans. work or get the fuck out. Yep. She's down on the farm. So the college kids uh, return and they're fucking hiding behind some bushes. See Allison digging a hole <laughs> with Dale watching. They're like, she's digging her own. They're making her dig her own fucking grave. The fucking maniacs. It is an unbearable trait in a woman. So we got Todd who's fucking holding this fucking double-edged fucking spear. Uh, Chad with his fucking trusty axe. Mike repairs a pocket knife. That little dinkster. But you, we know in the Friday the 13th game, that's a fucking lifesaver. Yeah. And, and Chloe with her purple purse. Yeah, we've also got Mike, Chloe, and Naomi who are fucking not doing shit. Uh, so they decide to split up in three groups with Mike, Chloe, and Naomi going after Tucker, Todd going after Dale, and Chad and Jason remain where they are. Once they all get into position, Chad makes this call to charge, which catches Dale's attention, and he sees uh, Chloe and Naomi from a distance, and he calls out Elsie, and he's like, hey, here's some of your friends, as as Todd fucking comes charging from around the fucking corner with his makeshift spear. Dale turns um, and fucking knocks fucking Allison out with the fucking shovel he's holding, fucking out of the Three Stooges, which makes her fucking fall into the shithole. And then fucking... Uh, Dale fucking falls backwards as fucking Todd accidentally fucking trips on a fucking like root, tosses the spear into the hole next to Dale, and then lands on it, impaling himself, and fucking dies on top of Dale, just fucking <laughs> bleeding everywhere. With Dale going, oh, God, no blood, oh, God, no. <laughs> Three impaled deaths at this point, if you include <laughs> the flashback. They um, love the impaled death. So as this is occurring, Mike now sneaks up behind Tucker, who is still casually throwing wood into the wood chipper, and takes out the pocket knife. He flings it forward, preparing to stab him, but timed it wrong when Tucker bent down to pick up another log and jumps head first into the wood chipper. Tucker panics as blood splattered all over. Best part of the whole movie right here. All over and fucking nails Chloe. Hope this is not Chris's blood. (laughs) <laughs> the ba- the quote of the fucking movie coming up dude fucking tucker grabs a hold of his legs and tries to pull mike out to no avail the machine eventually gets caught on mike's fucking body and a frightened tucker ignorantly asks are you okay you okay <laughs> before frustratedly kicking the machine <laughs> i don't think he's okay 
Oh. Half his body was fucking Hope mangled. this is not Chris's blood. <laughs> I kept that button just for that. Yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> I just want to talk about real quick, like, Chloe running in this movie is one of my favorite Oh, my God. Things. She's got her hands out so daintily because she's, she's wearing fucking high heels the whole time in yeah. the woods. Do you remember that scene in fucking Night of the Creeps where Tom Atkins is on the beach and, like, those chicks are bringing him, like, coconut drinks and shit? Oh, yeah. Women in bikinis on the beach in high heels, like, they're fucking... What do you call that? A spike? A cleft? A <laughs> trying to walk through the sand and fucking pumps. It's Stilettos the best, pumps, dude. Yeah. The stabby stick. The walking parts. It just sink it into the sand. That's the funniest <laughs> shit to me, dude. All right. And we're back. All right. So Dale, covered in Todd's blood, runs into the cabin with the unconscious Allison over his shoulder and panics at what he just saw. Tucker follows suit, covered in Mike's blood, starts to tell Dale what the hell's going on. The two panic and contemplate that the college kids must be on some sort of psychotic suicide <laughs> pack, and they're running around the woods killing themselves. They all <laughs> go, hide the sharp objects uh, in the hopes of avoiding any more needless deaths. And Dale suggests to call the cops. But Tucker claims that this will only bring more trouble. Uh, is that all? Obviously, it's not about what's happened. It's about what it looks like. Yep. He's like, officer, let me tell you just what happened. We were out here just minding our own business, doing some chores. Having a doozy of a day. When these goddamn college kids started showing up and just killing themselves all over my property. He's like, Dale, no one's going to fucking believe this. It looks so bad. We've got to fucking clean up the mess here. We've got to take care of ourselves. I have to roll back for one second here because... This reminds me of a scene. So when he when they're talking about the suicide pact, they, they must have a suicide pact. This reminds me of the opening scene of The Jerk with Steve Martin. I don't know if you've ever seen that, where he's like, <laughs> yes. this man hates oil cans. And he's like, fucking the sniper. He hates person. these cans. Yeah, and these he hates cans these cans. That, I don't know why that reminded me of that. You're going to be defective if you keep standing there. <laughs> oh my God. The Jerk is such a good movie. Yeah. I don't need anything except this. I mean, thermos. pretty much any chevy pulling a small church is probably your best bet <laughs> when, when it starts off with steve martin going i was born a poor young black child and dude that's even, how my dad got me on this because he used to get me down to like sit me down to watch these old movies sometimes they were good sometimes they were dog shit Come and on, like he's old. like you got to watch this and i was like dad i don't want to watch it then i fucking sat down that's the first line you hear like in the overture yep. it's like i was born a poor black child i was like you know what i'm eight years old I'm like that's I gotta watch this. You're like, yeah. I can. It's a classic, I can dude. wait. I've got it. Mrs. Newsbomb's credit card. <laughs> oh my god! And but we're back. I just love when they're pulling the fucking small church, and like the fucking bride is still at the steeple, but the groom is attached yeah. to the to the fucking other end with the priest. <laughs> yes. Oh my Any god! Any Chevy a pulling movie. a small church—that's probably your best bet. Yeah. <laughs> best pizza in a cup place in town. Put the old fucking pizza in a cup guy out of business. <laughs> This guy fucking put daisy stems on my roses. <laughs> that kitten juggling part does not sit well with me to this day. Makes the fucking dog's my... name is Shithead. You should... <laughs> you should name. We should name you Hero. You should name him no, Shithead. Name him Shithead. <laughs> Come on, Shithead. Why did uh, Riley just perk up? That's weird. All right, back to our movie now. Uh, the college kids now regroup. College with Cl kids! Chloe desperately it's trying to light a to. cigarette uh, covered in Mike's blood. Hope this is not Chris's blood. That is not going to get old. That that fucking button gets a new fucking place on the podcast. Um, with Imone asking why they didn't go for help before, and Chad all the while is casually just sharpening his axe. They all agree uh, to go get help except for Chad, who wants to continue his survival game. 
He remarks that it's us against them and says that they must destroy evil in order to live. And anyone who tries to run in deserves to die, which disgusts Jason. Suddenly, they hear sirens from a distance. Chuck is inside the passenger seat of the cop car from the sheriff we saw earlier. Hey, remember him? Remember those guys? It's the same earlier? one who pulled over Tucker and Tail. He breaks as he sees Chloe approaching with her big ass titties. Naomi, Chloe, and Jason hurry into the back of the car with Chad cursing them from afar and running off on his own. He's like, yeah, fuck you guys. I got this. You fucking go with the cops. Yeah, kind of fuck Chad. And too. I believe he called them at one point, quote unquote, fucking pussies. I believe uh, yes, he called them. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. Said, yes, yes, yes. Pop so a captain collar. And that is yeah. why they got the, the feminine napkins. <laughs> Coming from the guy who wouldn't even knock on the door, you fucking bitch, Chad. <laughs> Tucker and Dale, in the meantime, try to get Mike's lower half out of the wood chipper, which makes Dale very queasy. <laughs> and as they're working on it, Tucker's like, damn, he's really stuck in there. The store better not charge me for this. <laughs> they successfully take it out, which falls on top of fucking Tucker. Or sorry, it falls on top of Dale. Yeah, they he's like, get it off of me. <laughs> they could have rolled it over to the side or any other scenario. No, they drag the... Uh, wet, moist, half a corpse. The intestines right over his fucking <laughs> head. It could have been executed better. <laughs> he's like, give me your hand. They start to drag him, and Tucker's like, he's kind of heavy for half a guy. Well, you know what? Not just some people just panic in a crisis situation. So Yeah, not people. Or not all people are made for so as they go So as they go to drag Mike's um, half uh, over to the truck, the sheriff shows up. Uh, which obviously prompts them to fucking stop dead in their tracks. He tells the kids to stay in the car while he goes and takes care of business and then begins to interrogate the two hillbillies with Tucker doing most of the talking. While they're holding the fucking dis... Uh, uh, Mike's legs. Half a mic. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. With a proper excuse, Tucker merely comes out with the troop. Officer... We have just had a doozy of a day. We were out here minding our own business when all these college kids just showing up and started killing themselves all over my property. <laughs> uh, after Dale begins to blabber on about uh, Allison being inside, as the fucking sheriff does oh not believe him, God, he's like, so awesome. you better take me inside and let me see. <laughs> what does he say about Allison there? He's like, well, I, I don't remember what he after says. I he's knocked like, her unconscious. She's, she's in my bedroom. Yeah, she's, I knocked her unconscious, and now she's in my bedroom. And Tucker <laughs> just like puts his hand on Dale like, <laughs> shut the fuck up kind of shit. Cops like, at first Tucker's let like, me see her. At first Tucker's like, I'm going to do all the talking. Dale's like, yeah, that's probably a pretty good idea. <laughs> So <laughs> Dale's like still holding on to fucking Mike's leg at this point. He's like, all right, let me set this leg down. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, let me just go and set this leg down real quick. So they go inside uh, where the, the sheriff then starts to check out Allison. He's like, all right, well, you know what? Uh, she's her eyes are reacting and things like that. She's not brain dead. Yeah, she's He's dead. like, uh, but you guys, you guys are in some serious shit. You're getting fucking involuntary manslaughter at best right now, by the way. If you're fucking lucky, uh, then he goes to fucking lean on that fucking old wood pillar that we saw earlier, yep. and it fucking comes down, and those fucking giant-ass nails impale him Holy in the fucking shit. <laughs> he looks like a fucking upside-down unicorn. Now, still alive, he fucking stumbles out of the fucking cabin with fucking Tucker and Dale just kind of watching, and they're going, no, he's all right, he's going he to walk it off. He's going to walk it off. <laughs> Dale, at one point, goes, how's he even walking right now? <laughs> And the cop walks over to the fucking truck, and he even says to the college kids inside, he goes, I got this, and then fucking reaches for the fucking radio and just Gert. picks up Gert, 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 as he fucking falls backwards fucking dead. Yeah. And these are fucking massive nails. Would you say they're 
nine inch nails. Would you say he Head has like a, a hole? College kids. <laughs> See, it's hard not. It's to like do that. this. This whole movie is like Dumb and Dumber meets the Texas Chainsaw Massacre meets the Hunger Games. It's like <laughs> the fucking. <laughs> ben, so that's pretty fucking on. Point. I'm not gonna fucking lie. That's a pretty good fucking accurate <laughs> statement. I like that. Well, we got uh, we got Chuck now. Uh, you know who's only allowed to the only one allowed to drive his dad's truck. Yeah. Uh, in the main passenger seat of the cop car while the other three kids are locked in the back. He sees the sheriff's fucking gun is still strapped to him, runs out and grabs it. Starts to fucking yes. point at the hillbillies. This is fucking straight up a berry. And fucking says burden. something like, freeze you hillbilly fucks or something like that. Cocks the hammer, but he can't fucking pull the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking, he's looking at the gun and Dale goes, oh, you got to turn the safety off on the side there. And he does. And he fucking turns the gun over, fucking pulls the safety off, and then fucking looking down the barrel, blows his own fucking face off <laughs> with fucking Tucker going, oh, God, no, oh, God. Everybody in the fucking truck is fucking still freaking out. <laughs> Goodbye, Chuck. Uh, Tucker yells that the kids need to be more careful. <laughs> As Chad comes in from behind, picks up the gun, and starts to fucking unload. This six-shooter, mind you, uh, apparently holds fucking nine bullets. Yeah. No, it's the after you beat the game, you get uh, the gun and infinite ammo. It, it was like there was, a, there, was quest, there was question around the end of Halloween 1978 with how many uh, rounds the gun was able to hold, right? I shot him! I shot him six times! Yeah, this makes that look like fucking amateur hour Bush League shit. This gun holds fucking 35 It's got bullets, Stallone dude. powers. Yeah, he's got a fucking drum on the bottom of that revolver. Or Halloween too. I shot him! I shot him! Seven times <laughs> oh god donald pleasance you stupid stupid bastard so tucker and dale then dive inside the fucking cabin and uh you know take fucking you know the they lay back home. on the fu- yes. <laughs> the vacation home tucker, fucking lay down bro. and they fucking tucker starts to dale or blame dale he's like this is all your fucking fault you had to fucking save that girl and he's like don't blame her he's like i'm not blaming her i'm fucking blaming you he's like this is your fault he's like it's your fault you want to fucking go fishing I don't even fucking like fishing, which what'd to Tucker's dismay, say? he's like, what'd you say? And he's like, oh, I, I didn't say fuck your mom. I, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. I, I like it. It's okay. Yeah, it's, it's I, I like it. He said, you, you I hurt. like it. Okay. Yeah, Tucker's I like, like it okay. you, you hurt my feelings with that. <laughs> and he's like, hold on. Then he fucking rolls over him like fucking. Ro- he glug glugs his ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jake Steiger, you're welcome. Like Bo Raicho, just fucking rolling straight <laughs> over him. <laughs> And he fucking peeks out the door because the gunfiring is stopped, and they see the fucking Chad has a gun to fucking Janger's head. And he's like, "My dog." Oh man, I, I got the uh, I got the butterflies in my tummy at that point because I was like, "Don't kill Jangers." If there's anybody innocent in this whole goddamn movie, it's Jangers. God it's that perfect blue eye, blue eye, heterochromia. <laughs> That's what it's called, heterochromia. Isn't that what it's called? Yeah, when get a couple drinks in me. One, we'll figure it one out. Blue eye, one brown eye. Sure, but he only has one eye, so he's like, oh, I thought he had uh, different colored eyes. I didn't know he was a one-eyed dog. Well, blue, we'll get through this. We'll cross op- our T's. Right. We'll dot the lowercase yeah, 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 J's, yeah. and and we'll uh, we'll move on. Riley, thoughts? <laughs> keep on, keep on, keep on. <laughs> so now uh, Tucker gets a fucking bright idea, and he's like, "We still got that nail gun." Dale's like, "Yeah." So we, you love this. Whoa, go ahead. Whoa. Go ahead, Nachos, because you love this part. Tops. All right. So, like, you see it in movies, characters doing things and such. No. Uh. Okay. Anytime you see a nail, 
often in movies you see somebody with a nail gun and it's just the nail gun itself it's not that it's actually hooked up to a co2 air compressor kind of thing so thank you tucker and dale versus evil for they do they like a little montage of it it's montage montage it's like one of those cutscenes from, like, you know, the Avengers, like, clasping their belts together, right. pulling the jersey. Grabbing on, the like, shield. Yeah, 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 grabbing the shield, but it's them fucking hooking an, a nail gun up to an air compressor. So he's like, well, he's actually, like there you're is gonna... a proper montage they do later. He's um, like, you're going to cover me, and I'm going to go out the back door. So he's like, Dale's got the fucking nail gun. Cover me? What, are they shocking the monkey? <laughs> what what, a, what like, other movie do they have a bunch of those cutscenes like that? Is that Shaun of the Dead that they do that? Army of Darkness. Every movie. Uh, uh, Evil Dead 2, and then... Shaun of the Dead because it's a like a yeah like a knockoff. Okay, all right. Sorry, I'm derailing. So Dale's like, no, you're not. I never shot anybody before. Tucker's like, look, just think of him as moving two by fours. <laughs> <laughs> and then he almost fucking shoots Tucker. Oh my god, dude! It's just like he's they're like right next to each other. The fucking that's a big big ass nail. fucking nail. He's just like what? Well, he's like, oh, sorry. He goes, he goes. If you shoot my dog. I'm going to be real mad. Yeah. I'm going to get real mad. So fucking Tucker goes out the back door to fucking free Jangers and fucking <laughs> Dale bust out the window and he's like, hey, college kids, if you shoot my dog, I'll go be real mad. <laughs> and fucking just boom, 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 boom. And fucking, like he's going crazy and fucking Chad's firing back with his fucking infinite ammo fucking right, uh, fucking, you know, revolver. And fucking Tucker is watching from afar and he's like, damn, Dale. It's like, Jesus Christ. Take dude. it easy. <laughs> He sneaks up. He fucking frees Jangers. We need to talk of this. Uh, speak of this. Word at this. Uh, how Tucker does this amazing, like, tuck and roll. Oh, shit, it's in the name. Down this little hill. He does, I like he's and hiding he behind a little, it, like this fucking, yeah. like oh this Charlie Brown God. Christmas tree. Yes. <laughs> and yes, that's fucking amazing reference. Yes, sneaks up. Master of espionage. Like parkours <laughs> over a fucking tree he does. stump. And ben, that is exactly, he parkours. Fucking tucks and rolls, get down and army crawls to free the dog. It's all that marine training he had. <laughs> Freeze jangers, and then he's, he's like, you run the wrong way, right. shithead! <laughs> you mean hero? <laughs> so then Chad obviously catches Tucker, who's like, it's a great day for a run, and fucking takes off into the woods with That's them fucking giving chase. He gets up and fucking runs. And he fucking runs his ass off and fucking trips and falls at a fucking log, then Chad then catches up with him. Well, you know, Tucker's be tripping. And they fucking string him up from a tree with Tucker looking at him going, what the hell's wrong with you kids? I, I, I got it. I got it. I got back at the house. I got 10, 12 beers. They're all yours. They're on heist right now. You can have them. I'd be like, all right, he got me. And Powerful Chad's negotiating like, tool. I appreciate it. Chad's like, no. Hold him steady, and he fucking takes that fucking hatchet and fucking shrink. Just kind of a blind hack. We don't see what damage occurs. Because yep. I even asked during the movie, I go, what What part of him did they just hack off? So back at the cabin, well, Allison then wakes it. up. We see Dale wiping her head, covered in blood again, as she asks what happened. Did you get a helmet? Uh, Dale uh, cannot seem to really tell her exactly what's going on, but he tries to explain that her friends, obviously, are trying to kill themselves as well as Allison and Tucker and Dale, which she kind of refuses to really believe. She's like, I just really can't get a grasp on the whole situation. She's like, I don't, nobody wants anybody to die as we hear this thump on the fucking door and die, hillbilly. <laughs> He's like, well, I think they do. And she fucking goes out. She fucking brings it in. It's a, like a rock wrapped in some fucking paper. 
with a note attached to it. And they fucking open it up, and it's fucking Dale's, or it's Tucker's two fingers, and Dale goes, What's the first thing he says to Oh, my God, they cut off his bowling fingers. fingers. <laughs> okay, that scene makes me super fucking weak. It's, it's not like, oh, my God, my friend's in danger. It's I can identify this of that. They cut off his bowling fingers. <laughs> Can't give the old Brunswick. I was going to say his Brunswick this, but you got <laughs> so, it. So uh, now the note, the note attached says, now we've got your friend. Try and get him back. Dale then muscles up the courage and fucking arms himself with a machete to go out and save Tucker. Uh, and as he re- A machete? A machete. Prepares to go out and investigate things, uh, but Allison stops him and says, hey, look, we've got to figure this out. Dale gets offended because he's like, why are you like uh, defending your friends here? You know, what What the fuck? Like, you know, they're not, they're wrong. And she's like, well, you know, they might have had the wrong impression of you. And he's like, why is that? And she's like, well, back at the fucking gas station, you kind of scared us and we were being shitty fucking city kids. What would Obi-Wan Kenobi say? It's just from... Hello there. <laughs> I have the higher ground, Anakin, <laughs> college kids. No, it's uh, it's just from a different point of view. Allison's like, look, I don't, we didn't want to hurt anybody. And Dale's like, yeah, I fucking... You may not, but they, they obviously fucking do. Yeah, they cut off my friend's bowling yeah. fingers. They're... <laughs> So Dale goes out into the woods calling Tucker's name, holding his machete. He comes across puddles of blood in Tucker's hat and sees the corpse of Mitch. Thank you. I I did forget about this. Uh, Still dangling from the branch. Shaken, Dale presses onward where he hears Tucker's uh, response to his call, and he sees Tucker dangling upside down in kind of like a snare trap. Tucker gets the really fucking short straw throughout this entire movie. Okay, he he's does. not getting the girl. He's getting his fucking fingers chopped off. Fucking stung in the face stung by Stung in bees. the face. His buddy isn't fucking helping him because he's trying to get some fucking puss puss. Like, dude, what the fuck? This guy is uh, this guy is fucking getting the short straw the whole movie. Kind of feel bad for him. So he's pulling a Luigi? Oh! Oh! Uh, Luigi's my real MVP. Just saying. So as Dale approaches Tucker, Tucker's obviously, you know, Kind of got his own little upside down chat going. He's like, "No, Dale, it's a trap! It's a trap!" And he sets it off. Is this fucking uh, what would Admiral Akbar say? It's a trap. Thank you. Uh, as this like kind of reverse snare goes off and it slingshots another sharpened spear, a very specific, right at his right at this specific angle, directly into fucking Dale's balls. Yeah, out of right through his pants. And he's, oh, Tuck! Oh, Tuck! Oh, and he starts he, feeling he's around. Feel, he's assessing, assessing the damage. <laughs> he goes, oh, I've never been so happy to not be hung like a bear. Okay. And Tucker just I'd starts laughing this. his ass off. And Dale's like, that's funny, right? <laughs> so... Bears don't have giant floppy dicks, so I don't know what that's all about. I don't know. I've never seen Grizzly 2, the concert, but I don't know. I've seen Grizzly 3, the fucking Well, but you that's know a what? different movie. Some people just aren't good in crisis situations, okay? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, Tucker, uh, Dale then, sorry, Dale then cuts Tucker down. <laughs> <laughs> fucking lands on his own neck. I'm not He's like, this vacation there. sucks. <laughs> yes, that is a trailer line. <laughs> uh, so night comes, and Chad and Imone sneak into the cabin looking for Allison. They creep in and see her standing in the bedroom and whisper to her. Uh, when they are notified that nobody is home, they calm down and speak normally. 
Chad uh, tells her, like, hey, this is what's fucking going on, and uh, we need to get the fuck out of here. As he starts to fucking, like, spread some gasoline around from an old gas can that he finds inside the cabin. He's like, we got to burn evil to the ground. Yeah, by the way, that's not a good uh, B&B move. Don't show up in somebody's cabin and just start splashing gasoline all over the place. Yeah, Allison's like, no, 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 you fucking, you misunderstand what's going on. Like, they're not trying to hurt me, which Naomi's like... I learned about this in my psychology class. This is Stockholm Syndrome, and she's in love with her kidnappers. And Allison's like, I'm not fucking in love with anybody. You guys are fucking nuts. And Chad's fucking even getting more pissed. He's like, do you love this guy? As Tucker and Dale then come through the door. Chad, you didn't stand a chance unless, like, they fucked prior to Yeah, maybe if you had two more shirts on with three (laughs) popped collars. Poplimus color prime which again and the way you say it it makes me think of transformers and while i hate fucking anything that michael bay does that isn't bad boys that scene where fucking shia labeouf's like oh i just went to go find you a tighter shirt and the fucking dude in the frat house is like there isn't a tighter shirt we checked because this fucking dude with a pop collar comes out he's like the fuck you doing here where are you going like, if, if only chad was wearing bedazzled jeans he could have got her that's all he needed <laughs> if it's, it, it, Ed Hardy. Yosemite Sam used to wear those to work. <laughs> if only he was wearing underpants that said juicy across the ass. <laughs> I got underpants on that? right now that say fucking home of the whopper right on the crotch. <laughs> that was legit an ad you cut out and glued to your ass early. I <laughs> was right. there. So Allison's like, look, look, you guys got this all wrong. You got this, got this all wrong. All right. We've got a misunderstanding here. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to sit down and we're going to talk about this. Chad, you sit here. Dale, you sit here, and fucking Tucker's like, yeah, that's cool. I'll fucking make the finger sandwiches. <laughs> I'm going to get a beer. Understandably pissed at this point. <laughs> right? He's like, I ain't got no fucking fingers. <laughs> so he fucking goes to grab himself a beer where we get fucking uh, Chad, who's like, I'm going to fucking start the talk. And she's like, yes, you know what? You give your end, and and you listen, and then you'll tell your side, and you listen, and everybody will fucking kind of figure this out in the beginning. <laughs> you know, figure this all out. So Chad's like, all right, cool. Before I was born, and Allison's like, we don't need to go back back. that far. He's like, it's fucking important. We didn't mention, too, that, um, not to step on your toes here, but um, when she's she's making the tea, he goes, oh, yes, thank you. Chamomile, and she goes, no, it's Earl Grey. He goes, I can't have chamomile chamomile tea with my fucking asthma. asthma. And he's been hitting the fucking inhaler the entire time. He hits a fucking joint, then like, like with the fucking Yeah, I didn't even talk about that. I was like, that's so fucking bad for you, dude. (laughs) That's well, not how that works. You fucking you hit the fucking joint, let it out, then hit the inhaler. Right. Well, I was really say, bad. If you. you keep making Earl Grey tea, Patrick Stewart's going to show up. At yeah. By the way, Earl Grey tea sucks. So anybody it's that likes so it, Dale sorry, likes but, it. Uh, Dale's like, oh, I love Earl Grey. It's great because they're out of fucking PBR, man. <laughs> it's it's not. It's a no so way, so. Chad starts at the beginning, and he again tells the uh, uh, Memorial Day massacre. But it turns out that the woman who survived was his mother. And his father was killed and burned alive during this whole ordeal. And she died in a mental institution. And she that's where she was. She was she was incarcerated there, basically, when he was born. And he was raised by his grandmother. Yeah. Dale's like, first off, sorry to hear about your family being murdered, (laughs) massacred. I'm sorry to hear about second. That wasn't me. I was like six years old. And he's like, it may not have been you, but it was your kind. And like fucking whoa. Dale's like, what the fuck, dude? You say that kind of shit. As 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 this That's is going on, white male shaming. Going we got fucking Chloe and Mike outside. 
fucking looking in, and Mike's like, oh, my God, they got him captive. And Clone's like, no, they're fucking drinking tea. I could fucking go for some tea right now. You sure Mike's this like, Jason? Or, sorry, Jason, Jason, early. Jason. Yeah, it's Jason. And Jason's like, no, we were fucking told to go in fucking guns blazing. So then we get a fucking shot inside as fucking Jason kicks in the door, and he's like, time to die, motherfuckers. And fucking weed whackers are yeah. blazing. Right? Dude fucking revs at the weed whacker and comes charging the fucking Tucker who fucking rolls out of the way and he hits fucking I moan right in the fucking face <laughs> and he's like he drops he's like oh my god baby why didn't you duck why didn't she duck <laughs> maybe she didn't get the memo so as this is going on room. fucking Chad Ugh. flips the fucking table and then grabs a fucking oil lantern and chucks it at fucking uh, Dale who's fucking down on the ground but it misses him and nails fucking Jason right in the fucking leg which sets him on fucking fire <laughs> so hey, Chloe baby, stop dropping roll Chloe's like oh my god and she fucking goes to grab a fucking can of liquid or a jar of liquid as fucking Tucker and Dale like stop dropping roll stop dropping roll alright <laughs> gang at what point ever have we kept uh, water in a mason jar uh, Mason jar? Never. Yeah, Tucker realizes what's going on, and he's like, oh, no, don't throw that. And fucking, obviously, it's just fucking, you know, Ooh. fucking, you know, homemade fucking bathtub. Yeah, shine, yeah. It fucking sets him on fire, and Tucker goes, he's crackling like a log. Dude, <laughs> he's that... crackling like a log. Tucker, yeah, so fucking Chloe freaks out now, so she just fucking sits down catatonic and lights a cigarette, but it's right next to a fucking pile of fucking oil-soaked racks and gas cans, <laughs> and a fucking trail of fire starts heading her way, and Tucker goes, I knew I should have put those somewhere else. <laughs> As the fucking cabin goes to explode, Allison, Dale, and Tucker fucking dive for fucking safety with everybody else still inside, and the fucking cabin just fucking goes up in a fucking big-ass fucking explosion. Goodbye. Explosion. So now, uh, inside the fucking cabin... Uh, we see fucking Chad kind of starting to fucking come to. And uh, Dale's like, oh, hey, look, look. And Allison's like, oh, maybe he's okay. We should go get him. And he fucking just gets up with this fucking Wolverine roar. Well, half his fucking body's melted off. And yeah. he's fucking got the hatchet. Is still popped. And he's like, ah! And she's he like, takes you know what? a hearty hit of the <laughs> inhaler before he goes buck nasty blast. Yeah. So she's like, fuck it. Let's get out of here. So let's fucking frubugus. they jump into fucking... Tucker's truck, and he's like, "Easy with this. This is the fucking last thing on earth that I own." Does this he is where, say that? yeah, he does. I miss that. I, I yeah, I miss that. And oh, this is where God. we get Poor that because you, you called this out. You get the old fucking horror movie trope with the fucking truck will not start to yeah. It fucking finally goes before fucking Chad catches up with him, and they're fucking driving on, and fucking Dale's looking back and fucking laughing or marking how they fucking are all are safe, and they fucking run straight into a goddamn fucking tree, which fucking knocks them all out. Well, that that'll murder your truck. <laughs> So Dale wakes up to fucking Jangers licking his face, and he's like, Jangers, Jangers, not right now. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Which Jangers just came out of nowhere. We haven't seen him since he ran off into the woods at this point. Like, after Tucker took his leash off to free him. Thank God he's safe. And did the parkour shit. And then he comes back, and I'm like, holy shit, there's Jangers. That's awesome. He's a loyal boy. Well, good boy. Heck, he's a fucking good boy. He's a safe T. Yep. He has an eye out for his own. Hey. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Dale realizes that Allison is now missing from the truck, and we see that Tucker is fucking laying on the ground beside it. He approaches his friend and tries to help him. Uh, he tells him that Chad took Allison away and to go after her, much to Dale's dismay. He admits that he has always been a better man than he's ever led on to be. 
And he's like, hey, you remember when we used to catch fucking frogs back in the creek when we was kids? And I always said that you caught more because I'd let you do it. And he's like, yeah, he let me lick them too. <laughs> he goes, I don't think this is the right time to be talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, I actually, you were just quicker than me. There and, was, there was something about. Oh, sorry, I don't. I, I, okay. there, there's something about this scene that kind of drives me crazy. So after he comes to, after he comes to, and Jangers is licking his face. He, the first thing he does is start asking, where's Allison? This is a chick he's known for maybe a day and a half, or at this point, a day. Hey, man. Versus going, where's Tucker, my fucking best Puss- friend hey, of pussy, how many years? Pussy speaks. Dude, <laughs> I guess that's it. Well, I mean, real talk, who's the more delicate flower of the two in this scenario? Yeah, and I get it. All right, I, I, it's I think you, Nachos, and fucking Allison in a fucking accident. Who are you going to look after Oh, first? Allison, 100%. Thank you. Ghostbuster! Okay, wait, wait. <laughs> Damn it. So, sorry. Nachos knows how to handle himself in a horror movie situation. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Allison's a beautiful young flower. So, now, proclaiming, proclaiming their friendship with fucking Dale giving Tucker the fucking what's up, homie fucking handshake on the fucking injured <laughs> hand that's only got three fingers oh, in it. The bowling fingers are gone. <laughs> All right, so he runs off promising to fucking return for Tucker. Uh, and Tucker's like, hey, look, she Jangers can lead you to Allison. So be before you hit that pause button real quick uh, in the script, the first draft of the script. It wasn't going to be Tucker and Dale anymore. It was just going to be Dale. Ooh, yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk about that when we get back from this quick pee break. All right. Now, so come sunrise and hold on while I crack this. You got one? Crack what? Oh, yeah. A PBR? Should be cold, too. <laughs> it's nice to do this. We now. got a Foley artist over here. <laughs> it's nice to do it and not get buffaloed. I have been confused with Michael Winslow from Spaceballs. <laughs> All right. So Watch com- out! That's a callback. Come sunrise, uh, Dale and Jaeger uh, go to the uphill lumber mill. Oh, I'm sorry, Jenger. Thank Jaeger. you. Yeah. Sorry, I'm thinking about drinking. Uh, so he leaves Jenger behind and presses on alone, and he says... You want to fucking fight a fucking deranged hillbilly? I got you right here and sets himself up with a, um, like a welding, welding mask, welding uh, a tool belt, and then the, those spikes on your boots that fucking help you climb trees and like you're part of the power company. But like linemen, linemen, line, mm. line humans. So we come in and we see that Chad has tied Allison to a log on a saw, kind of the, a classic western sort of villain here, some James Bond kind of shit. Yeah, uh, and. You know, he starts to fucking put the moves on her. He's like, Allison, we're, uh, we're trying to court rape? here. Yeah. That's a little different. Yeah. But so he goes in for the kiss and his fucking burnt ass face. And she's like, no, you taste like scars. Was that you that called him Harvey Dent earlier? <laughs> I believe in consensual Harvey Dent. Yeah, 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 yeah. rapey Harvey Dent's even yeah. worse. Let's throw this dude off the roof. Now, feeling that the kiss quite, wasn't quite right, he gives her a second shot and licks her face. Yeah. No. It's a good move for with the ladies. And he's like, I can smell your cunt. <laughs> UK cunt. <laughs> so outside now, uh, Dale then breaks open the fucking door, jumps in, and he's like, you motherfucker, and he starts charging this fucking with a chainsaw. Um, Skin your ass raw? He, <laughs> he goes to use it to try to free Allison, which does not work, as fucking Chad comes in fucking swinging in with a fucking face kick. Do you know how bad it hurts me to hear you say that Chad is the villain of it in general? Yeah. I mean, the Chads, man. Don't be a dick. <sighs> Every time you ride out in a car all by yourself, you're riding with Jason Voorhees. <laughs> Two people got that. And all right, they're in so, this room. 
So while uh, all, I'm sorry, before this happened, Chad uh, somehow has become the fucking uh, like guru of how the fucking sawmill works, and he can fucking turn on all the lights, the propeller blades, the fucking um, uh, conveyor uh, belt, the conveyor belts, yeah. and the fucking PA system in this fucking eighty year old fucking sawmill, which just happens to all still work, yes. hasn't been touched in magically. Fucking- and he's calling out fucking Dale, who, who, like I said, is trying to fucking free Allison with his chainsaw, which somehow like just doesn't want to cut through the ropes for some reason. It's a fucking chainsaw, but it's like it's just being defeated by <laughs> thread, by thread, yeah, horsehair ropes. Several uh, things to say about this chainsaw coming up, but uh, so ahead, now uh, as this is going on, the the logging conveyor belt starting. It's pulling Allison slowly closer to it because it's going to split her ass in half. Like a chainsaw. Uh, so then Chad comes swinging and fucking kicks Dale in the face, and they start to have a fucking battle. Dude, straight up, I feel sorry for the fucking stunt guy because they came in full souls of rocking right in the fucking mouth. That was borderline a jump scare. I was not fucking prepared for that. I did not know he was going to fly in. How do you think the fucking stuntman felt, Ben? Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so Chad comes in, fucking axe a swing, and throws it, which, you know, he is yet to fucking hit any person with it. But, I mean, he fucking tosses it. He gets the stick every time. (laughs) Dale fucking ducks out of the way, so they have a fucking... He comes at him with a fucking chainsaw, which fucking Chad blocks with a fucking pipe he's got. No, that wouldn't work. Which we fucking agree would be better if it's a chainsaw chainsaw battle. Yes. Right? Like Motel Hell. So as this shit's going down, fucking Chad gets fucking Dale down on the ground, and Dale gives him one fucking good swift kick to the fucking shin with the spike on his boot. You mean decimates his fucking right leg uh, below the knee, like... That shit's no bueno, homie. And what then you got, he then? gets up like it's fucking nothing. Um, <laughs> he's on meth and ecstasy and fucking ketamine. This shit. man has been burned half to death. He just took a fucking like a cleat right. To what the is shit. in that inhaler, dude? <laughs> oh, it's like bait. Or maybe it was that Earl Grey. Does the opposite of chamomile? What was a what, not a Fallout game? Uh, goddamn it! Hey, go ahead. I, I'm 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 gonna derail too far. Go. All right, so uh. You can derail. So while Chad's fucking down now with the leg injury, fucking Dale picks up this fucking axe, and Chad gets up to fucking take him back out. He swings it, throws it. Uh, Dale tosses it. It misses Chad, but fucking luckily fucking lands right next to Allison and frees her, cuts the fucking ropes free in one fucking swipe. Allison dives out of danger right before she's about to get sawed in half as Dale and Chad continue their fucking fight. Dale throws his chainsaw to keep him off balance and then runs to Allison, where they go upstairs into the sawmill and then lock this, like, cellar door behind them. Cellar door, the most beautiful <laughs> word in the fucking English Dale goes, I gotta, I gotta, Drew Barrymore. I gotta find Appreciate something it. sharp to stab him with. And he fucking picks up a <laughs> wiffle ball bat, and he's like, oh, maybe this will work. And he fucking... <laughs> Cracks the shit on the counter, dude. He's like, nope, that won't do it. Uh, and something catches Allison's eye. Sorry, Allison calls out to Dale as he pulls up a box of chamomile tea and shows him an old newspaper. The headline states that one of the killers of the Memorial Day Massacre was caught by the policeman, and we see a picture of the sheriff from earlier. And he looks like that kid that shot all those Asian sex workers. <laughs> But he does, though. But Jesus does. Christ. Uh, the killer obviously bears a Fuck strong resemblance to Chad, and it is revealed through the article that the survivor was tortured and raped before being freed. 
Chad suddenly emerges with a chainsaw and threatens the two. Dale is knocked to the ground, and just as Chad is prepared to give him the killing blow, Dale shows him the newspaper and says, Hey, 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 you're you're half hillbilly. You're a hillbilly, too. And Allison remarks the same thing, and Chad is just obviously fucking thrown off by this and occupied by the newspaper. Dale attempts to grab hold of the chamomile tea, and he fucking... As he goes to fucking fight him off with the chamomile tea, he says, Chad's like, no, this is a fucking lie. And Dale. Fake news. <laughs> Dale fucking blows it in his fucking face, which upsets his asthma. Uh, and as he begins to fucking act up, Dale reveals that he won't be harmed. Uh, it, but this ingredient inside the chamomile is obviously the ingredient that fucking sets off his asthma and his allergic reaction. <laughs> Trivia! <laughs> As Chad falls backwards through a window and falls to the ground outside the fucking sawmill. Allison and Dale look down and see that Chad is presumably dead and then Chad just fucking closes, or sorry, Dale just closes the fucking windows behind him. Who was that wrestler that did that fucking... Uh... Chris Benoit. No, not not the family murder movie. Goldberg, the best wrestler ever. No, it's Hurricane. Fuck, Everybody fuck knows Bret Hart. That. Uh, no, he was like, uh, he did that purple squirt, or uh, green mist. Purple squirt? Aaron will, Aaron will text us about it on Monday. Oh, geez, we're going to hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, on that Halloween, or uh, uh, not Halloween 3, but Leprechaun 4 episode. No, Who's that wrestler that fell to his death like Chad? Oh, Owen oh, Hart. Oh, God. Ooh, you're heartbreaking me. No. <laughs> Go ahead and edit that one out. All right. <laughs> Hard edit. So night comes now as the squadron night. of cops investigate the mill. What, we see the reporter and cameraman from earlier um, talk about a mass suicide of college students and a deranged killer that is responsible for most of it still on the loose. Tucker watches this as he recovers from inside the hospital hospital bed. Dale comes in clean, well-groomed, and sees just wants to see how his friend is doing. Tucker reveals that he got his fingers back. <laughs> yeah, he's at for fucking the prescription medication. He's like, uh, he's gone, dude. He's got my fucking fingers back, but uh, that one looks a little different to you. I don't remember it looking like that. It's fucking clearly fucking Chloe's fucking <laughs> one of her fucking painted nails. Uh, and he's like, hey, did you fucking do what I asked you to do? And Dale's like, no, I he's fumble fucking around. It's it. adorable. He's like, God damn it, Dale. You got to fucking sack up. And he's like, well, you know, it turns out she's uh, apparently a pretty good bowler. So we're going bowling tonight. But hey, by the way, I brought you a gift. He's Aww. like, close your eyes. And he fucking closes his eyes and fucking pulls it out. And it's a fucking PBR fucking wrapped in a fucking bow. <laughs> and he's like, there you go, buddy. So fucking Tucker crashed open. He's like, that's a thing of beauty. <laughs> and he's like, here you go right here. I got you your favorite fucking sipping utensil, a fucking bendy <laughs> straw. There you fun, go. Enjoy the fact that was the last PBR they could use in production. That's <laughs> serious. Tucker's a simple man. He just wants PBR. And, he's just uh, a simple man trying to find his way through the galaxy. You yep, know? that's it. So now at the bowling alley, Alex, I'm sorry, Allison uh, proves to be a fantastic bowler. One of Dale's friends, BJ, who seeks advice on how to get such good-looking women um, like Allison, asks Dale for help, who gives him the same advice that Tucker gave him earlier uh, in the film. He directs BJ to go talk to these young women who are playing, who are bowling right behind him, and to just, hey, just be yourself, man. Just just don't even shy away from it. Uh, as he leaves, Allison and Dale are then left by themselves, and Dale gives Allison a gift. It is a pink helmet that suits her accident-prone nature. It's like the one I got for your birthday. Shit, I blew it. 
And as the two confess their love for each other, in the back we see BJ knocks one of the women unconscious Dude. and starts to carry her out of the fucking bowling alley. <laughs> kind of a weird ending to the movie. I expected something bad to happen in that scene, but I didn't know he was just going to knock some chick out and fucking start carrying her out. And well, fucking Tuck or uh, Dale's like, oh, the hell with it. When we get there, of course. So, uh, and there we go. The fucking the and end. scene. Do you kids want to see a dead body? All right, so we have got 13 kills, two of them off screen. Number one, we've got the reporter, bludgeoned with the pipe. Bludgeoned. Two, we've got camera operator Billy, bludgeoned with a pipe. Take two. Three, 80s dude, saw blade into the face. Didn't see it coming. Four, 80s gal, stabbed in the neck with a machete. Shakes with the memories. Number five, Mitch impaled himself on the tree. He stuck up. Number six, Todd impaled himself on a wooden spear. Also stuck up. Number seven, Mike chucked himself into the wood chipper. Chipper fellow. You think he'll be okay? <laughs> Number eight, Sheriff Gurr with a bunch of nails to the face. That's dumb. <laughs> Number nine, Chuck accidentally shot himself in the face. Are you okay? Number 10, Chad's dad burned alive. Crispy critter. Number seven, Jason lit on fire and burned to death. Locks. 11 and 12, Chloe and Naomi incinerated in the cabin explosion. Bada-boom. And I forgot to mention this. As as Chad was trying to escape the fucking cabin before it was about to blow, Naomi grabs him on the fucking leg and he's like, get off me, you fucking ugly bitch. <laughs> Kicks her in the face. Still fuck her. All right, so favorite kill. Uh, guests go first. So, Gentle Ben, what do you got Lady here, Lady dogs Ooh, first. Oh, man, this is, a, this is a good one. This is a, this is a tough one because there were some pretty uh, uh, outstanding kills. If you're spinning your gears, you could jump to me on this one. Uh, no, I think I know what it is because I thought about it while I was watching the movie because I knew this fucking question was coming. I was like, God damn it, I got to pick one. Uh, I'm going wood chipper. You going, Mike? I'm I'm going I'm going wood chipper, man. That was that was such a fucking fun, unexpected kill, and it leads to a lot of great dialogue. Yes, and it, it, that's exact. I think that's why I love that kill more than any because it brought up so much. Are you okay, like, dude? That <laughs> the uh, store better not charge me for yeah. this. <laughs> Just a golden golden it's kind of heavy for half a guy. Yeah, <laughs> kind of, Mike. <laughs> All right, nachos, go ahead, buddy. Uh, I'm also going to go wood chipper, but I'm going to give an honorary mention. To fucking old boy in the 90s that catches that saw blade. Saw blade, yeah. That was dope as fuck. Yep. Because, dude, hey, we got to find out what the fuck that song they were playing. Like, I didn't come here to die or some bluegrass shit like that. And then fucking scratch, scratches the back of his neck and then fucking shwa! And then woosh, woosh, pick a doom. That was my Foley artist. Uh, <laughs> hey, since <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. All right, what, so what do you think, buddy? Uh, I originally I had Mike because the wood chipper death was great. But when we were rewatching it with Gentle Ben here, I changed it because two reasons. One, I figured everybody's gonna pick Mike because that is a fucking pretty fucking solid death. Yeah, and I, I give it a fucking nine point eight out of ten. But I, I die. Rewatching this scene, this is what fucking make me chuckle is actually Chuck. Little because chuck, he's like, chuckle. he's like, hold on, this, you got to take the safety off oh, on the yeah, side, yeah, yeah. and he fucking points the gun at his fucking face <laughs> and then shoots his own fucking face off. Well, I'm not telling you you're a big dumb <laughs> wrong fucking idiot. Tucker's like, oh god, you kids gotta be more I love careful, that kill, dude. Yeah, that is <laughs> that to me. I'm it sorry, it's really just quick. fucking better. My 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 honorary mention, the only one that I would tie for the wood chipper was the sheriff kill. 
with or the cop killed. Oh, I don't just know walking off. He's yeah. walking he took the fucking. That was nuts. how's he even walking right now? Yeah, how's he even walking right now? <laughs> There was a couple weaker kills in the movie, but all, all things considered, I'd say a sol- how many thirteen, probably like nine or ten out of them were good kills. Yeah. Yes. No greetings. What seems to be your boggle? My boggle. <laughs> all right, Zuboys, ready for some stuff you should know? Okay. All right, so a special feature on the DVD and Blu-ray plays the movie from the college kids' perspective, in which Tucker and Dale are the murderous villains. The film was actually shelved for three years before it was finally released. So we get it in 2010, but it was actually filmed in 2006, 2007. That's a crying shame, because that could have predated a lot of other... Tyler LeBain chose the giver hat uh, to wear as Dale for two reasons. First, it looked like the word giver, alluding to his kind and generous nature. And second, it Uh is the Canadian equivalent of get her done, the redneck phrase, which is popularized by Larry the Cable Guy. That didn't see its way out fast enough. <laughs> Jesus. In an interview <laughs> with Choice Cuts, director Eli Craig expressed thoughts on a sequel titled Tucker and Dale Go to Yale and described it as Goodwill Hunting meets Texas Chainsaw Massacre. In the same interview, Craig also liked Alan Duck's idea of doing a sequel that was similar to From Dust Till Dawn. At what? A- How the fuck? Fuck with that. Okay, go ahead, bud. Go ahead. At Horror Hound Weekend 2010 or 2014, um, Tyler LeBain and Alex Dick uh, confirmed that a sequel was in development, and in 2016, the two revealed that they are still actively developing the project despite other commitments. When asked of the status of the sequel at a Boston Comic Con in 2017, Alan Tadek responded that a script has been written but was disappointing and unlikely to be moving forward. So you're telling me there was a Comic Con in Boston and they had a wicked good idea for a script? <laughs> well, apparently not. Can I throw a quick personal opinion in here on, on the whole sequel thing? Yeah. I think this is a movie that doesn't need a sequel. I think just leave it as, as is. Didn't you ask about, about a sequel during the viewing? No, we, we briefly talked about it. I, I Yeah, because I asked if there was one. I was being a facetious uh, twat because when uh, Tucker died, I was like, well, good they are, but they're not going to be a sequel now. Right. <laughs> I feel the same way about like The Big Lebowski. It's my favorite movie of all time, but it does not need a fucking sequel. See, I love sequels to horror movies. I love a good franchise, if done well. Right. This tiptoes the line of horror. Speaking so of a though. fan of the fucking Halloween franchise for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, because it's my turn to talk and everybody else shut up. I would love to see a sequel because the comedy the comedy stylings of Tucker and Deal, I think, could only get gooder as more movies go. So well, trivia up. Get her done, boys. <laughs> Give her up, sir. Give her. Give her up, sir. <laughs> All right. You boys ready for them final cuts? Now, what do you know? I asked for final cut, and I got it. (laughs) All right, so final thoughts on the movie, plus give us your rating. Gentle Ben, you get to go first. You got it, man. Um, This movie was a blast through and through. Um, As anybody that's listened to me on this here podcast before, you know I'm not much of a horror movie guy. No, Uh, you're just a whore. I am am a whore. Uh, but no, going into this, I wasn't really sure what to expect because I kind of knew that it tiptoed the line of comedy, horror, blah, 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 blah. But it's within the first five minutes, I was like, dude, I'm going to love this movie. Just because, you know, the, the, the fucking dumb deadpan look on their faces, the, the <laughs> stereotypical trope fucking college kids. Um, college, you, you, kids. college kids. College kids. 
But um, yeah, all things considered, man, this is a, if you love comedy, if you love horror, even if you don't like horror movies per se, or you're, I don't know why the fuck you're listening to this podcast if you don't, but, uh, Got him. but honestly, this is a fucking banger movie. This was so much fun. It is very lighthearted. I'm giving this a solid nine out of 10. All God right. damn. Good score. Nachos. Go ahead, buddy. All right, dude. So. Oh, I thought you were going to hit me with a Caseyville game. <laughs> Dude, I, I passed by somebody in Collinsville who had a fucking giant sticker on the back of their window with that fucking symbol. Yes. And it said, you looked. And I like so you damn near over and you wrecked my your... fucking car with my child inside trying to fucking see what the rest of the sticker said. I'm like, Wait, are they going to hit me? Do I need to follow them to play the game? Like, what's going on here? It's protocol. Did yeah, you get I... their license? Because... I wrote yes, it down. Well, Tucker and Dale is a very fun film. It is problematic and very racist. No, none of those things are true. Oh, well, <laughs> the first part is. So, like, the humor is really good in this movie. And Jesus fucking Christ. This movie has some very likable characters, except for Chad. Actually, the majority of the college kids fucking suck. But just Tucker and Dale, I want to see more of them. Just Who was your favorite college kid outside of Allison? Uh, Not white Jason. Which, good trope, he was one of the last dudes to die. So, kudos to that. Chuck. Which one was Chuck? Chuck was the shot himself in the face. Oh, Jason only was I the... can drive my truck. Then you can go. Okay. <laughs> yes, Jason was like, why didn't you duck, <laughs> baby? Why didn't she duck? Yes, easily forgettable white dude. Exactly. Okay. Love him. Um. So, the comedy is there. And honestly, this is more of a series of miss... What's the word I'm trying to use here? Uh, circumstances... Chubba, uh, misunderstandings. Chumbawamba. Yes, that one. Yeah, tub I get thumping. knocked up and I get up again, and then I. You drink a whiskey drink and drink a vodka drink. Yeah, it's off thub tumper. Chub bumper. Lager <laughs> drink, cider drink. It's just, you, you drink. You just songs remind you, you of the good times and the songs that remind you of the bad times. Thumb sucker. Butt fucker. <laughs> Butt fucker. <laughs> Fud punker. Yeah, fud rocker. Okay. Fud. Here we are. <laughs> so, yeah, dude, the comedy's a fucking 10. I don't even know, like, if this dips into the horror movie tropes so much, but it's a series of uh, missed circumstances, or circumcisions, and um, the deaths are pretty good. Kind of falls, kind of gets a little weak in the third act, but... It does a little bit, like, on the way mm-hmm. to the mill. I mean, all considering, th- this movie's pretty good. I, I give it... Uh, I want to see more, but I, I I give this about a seven and a half uh, PBRs out of uh, Chad's white belt and oh, pop okay, collars. Okay. I'll see you to your car later. Don't worry about it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Cincinnati Jeff, how about you? All right, so this movie is capital F-U-N. Yep. Uh, this, I agree. This is your intro to horror. Oh, if yeah, you yes. don't like horror movies, this is the movie that you want to show people. If if they don't like them, this is the movie you want to show people to like fucking kind of get them mildly interested in it. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many times I've been fucked watching this movie? Like systematically or fundamentally? No, no, with, with, like... with vagina. Oh, okay. It's none. Okay. Yeah, sorry. So <laughs> I didn't uh, do it right. Back in the day when I used to work uh, and travel over the road, there was a guy that I used to travel with who wasn't big into horror movies, and this is this is pre-podcast, and I showed him was this the guy movie. on the it, couch in the last episode? It, it, it was Shake. Uh-huh. And 
He was like, man, that was really fucking good. He's like, you know, I used to watch horror movies when I was a kid. He's like, but like, this is fucking fantastic. So yeah, it kind of like you reignited his his kind of interest in it. Same thing with my my wife, who does not like horror movies. Uh, I showed her this movie, and she's like, you know what? This was actually really good. I was expecting a lot worse. This is very fun, right? It's enjoyable. It's humorous. It is bloody. It's got some gore to it, right? But it's overall, it's a good romp, kind of a romantic comedy a little bit, too. And I like, you know, it's got this good misunderstanding, especially it's got something for everybody, right? For you that are coming in that don't like horror movies, it's got the comedy for you, but it's still got the kind of gore, so it's not going to really put you off too much. But for those that are the, you know, the old hats, the people that have a lot of experience in horror movies, you're going to you're going to enjoy maybe less of the jokes or, you know, you could if you like them, but you're going to enjoy more of the fun part of the misunderstanding from the college kids perspective about all the backwoods hillbilly killers that we as horror movie aficionados are used to. Right. Right. So that that's huge here. So I that, say, right, that is like, so I'm much fucking fun. <laughs> right. You're yeah. getting there, buddy. The horror movie you're getting there. At this fucking table, this guy. I got to jump in one brief little bit of trivia. So in the very beginning, when they roll up to the Ben, what's that called? The uh, last finger blast gas station. Oh, la- last chance gas, I think it is. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So there's that little kid out there with the uh, the spigot <laughs> on the well or whatever. That's a callback to deliverance. Cincinnati, Jeff, you have the See, floor. I have right. to pee pee. Okay. So, you know, that, that kind of, uh, kind of, atmosphere really sets up pretty much any sort of joke that this movie is trying to tell. And it's for everyone. Yep. And I love that. It's, it's got something for everybody. And I want to disagree with you gentlemen, because I want to see a sequel. Yeah. So, because we don't get a lot of this in the horror community, we do get horror comedies. Um, most of them have been torn apart by critics. Some deservedly so. I did like the first and second scary movie, but beyond that, <laughs> yeah. that shit needs to kind of stop. I loved Club Dread. The critics did not. And now on this show, we do not really care what the fucking critics think. But you, right. you, you said you did a little research critics-wise, and you, and what, what did you come up with about this movie? Yeah, it was on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, and I was totally expecting the critics to rip this kind of movie apart. This seems like their kind of wet dream, right? You've got this fucking movie, and again, I like I told you guys earlier, the whole the movie doesn't know what it wants to be. Bit, 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 bit. You gotta read this shit with critics all the time, and I agree with you 100%. Um, anything, it's funny because like a lot of times critics will say, oh, I absolutely hate this movie and I watch it and I'm like, this is fucking awesome. I don't know what they're bitching about. Is it not fucking pretentious enough? Does it not sniff its own fucking farts enough? So, fuck sniffer! So, it's just like long, that's a long-winded way of saying I went to Rotten Tomatoes and I think it was like an 87% it got from critics and that kind of blew that's me high. away. I was like, damn, and, and audience was like 98%. Higher than I am right shit. now. <laughs> it was like 95, 98%. I mean, it was like crazy numbers. Which like, is weird fuck. because like, uh. as horror movie fans, again, not as critics, but as horror movie fans, we like things pretty much just cut and dry. Right. And Club Dread is by and far by the numbers. It's funny, but as a slasher goes, it's pretty much fucking cut and dry. Killers, you don't know who is going to be who. There's a lot of gotchas and things like that. And it also is FUN, but it is not as popular, both from fucking credits and from the fucking horror community. But this movie is damn near universally loved by all. Yep. Just because it's popular doesn't mean it's good. Have you heard of a song called Margaritaville? I mean, I meant to say (laughs) Pina Colada Bird. Play Pina Colada Berg. <laughs> oh, you mean a song I wrote 15 <laughs> fucking years before it was even on the goddamn map? Of course you wouldn't know that because you weren't even born yet, you mother motherfucker. Easy, Pete. You son of a son of a bitch. So, fun fact, I probably said on the last episode, and I will say it again. You can 
purchase Coconut Pete's entire album on Amazon right now. All right, so back to me. <laughs> I give this nine dead teenagers killing themselves all over my property out of ten. Bada boom. I'm actually kind of surprised, Nachos, that you gave this uh, such a low ranking. I work for the bazaar. I, I, I just, I want to see more of Tucker and Dale. They are such charming characters. Not to get an after afterthought, but you know. I feel you. Oh, hell. Well, Ben's going to help me to my car later. So how about <laughs> let's bump it to an eight? We've got, I want to do a couple things. And then actually, we, uh, Gentle Ben has actually got a little segment for us. Oh, yeah. Uh, so before we jump into all this, I uh, want to thank the Patreons, right? Uh, the Spooky Squad members. We've got, we've we got Allie. We've got. Uh, 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 Aaron, and of course, General Ben himself is a Patreon member. The Scoop, the Spooky Squad. You're you can welcome. Check us out Goddamn on right. social media, uh, Instagram, and here comes the Spooky. Facebook and Twitter, and here comes Spooky. Make sure to find us and you know follow us and check out all our fun stuff. You can also find us at HereComesSpooky.com, where we've got all our episodes up there online for you to download and enjoy. Plus our special episodes. You can also get us anywhere you fucking find podcasts. We're there too. Finally, you know what we can say now. If you see us on the streets, you can buy us a shot. Oh, yeah. Oh, remember that, Jewel? <laughs> All right. So we're going to take a quick pee break, and then we'll be right back with Gentle Ben. All right. So, Gentle Ben, you've got uh, you you have a, a segment for us, right? And this is part of uh, being part of the Patreon, actually, at the at the ten dollar level there at the at the so cool Brewster level. You get to be a part of the episode of You're your choosing. So you get cool, like a half Brewster. hour kind of segment of whatever you want to talk about within reason. Honestly, we just would like to hear you talk. In that's general. yeah. So that's yeah, also yeah. true. Your bits are fucking great. Dude. Yeah, no, dude. This bit's called uh, "Why I Hate White People." No, I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, no, I so actually this, have <laughs> my essay. <laughs> so um, this is a bit like when when uh, we stole the reject room. Uh, we did this bit called "Am I the Asshole," and it was five, um, four. This is the beginning three, of my podcast. Two, this was the intro. One. The reject room. <laughs> so thanks for playing that i haven't heard that one in uh in quite a while you're welcome buddy brings back fond memories where's but, our super nintendos <laughs> yeah where's our super nintendos <laughs> so uh we did this segment called am i the asshole and essentially what it is is if you've been on reddit there's a subreddit called am i the asshole that's what it's called and it's like these people going in and they just want affirmation or reassurance that they're not being a total piece of shit validation this exactly. is crazy because as much time as i spend on the internet and on reddit uh, until you introduced me to this, I had actually never heard of this, like the subreddit, the, before. the subreddit yeah. before, like at all. It was well, just kind of crazy to me. It's well, fun, man, because you can. Find, oh, sorry, what were you gonna say, buddy? Well, we're just we deal with that every day. <laughs> yeah, we don't need this <laughs> robots to deal with that. Continue, good sir. So, um, yeah, you would it, like. It's kind of hard because when you go through it, you find a lot of bullshit, like these fucking guys that are just posting nonsense and. There's a lot of ones that are like super serious, and that's not really fun for podcasts. Like obvious like, ones. I mean, I saw one that was like, "Hey, my son wouldn't listen to me, so I went and deleted his fucking three years worth of fucking Minecraft world." Am I the <laughs> asshole? And it's like, you get a fucking ass, dude. Yeah. And some of them are like really serious. Like, my mom just died of cancer, and this, and I'm like, oh Jesus Christ, it's fucking horrible. Like, this is hey, not going to be good on a podcast too. I feel fucking terrible for this person. Like, Jesus. Well, so, we all know. Start a fire, lock the door, yeah. walk away. <laughs> hey, so um, I had a list of five or six, and I went back today, and I kind of revisited it, knowing I was coming here tonight, because we were going to do this on the uh, Halloween 1978 episode, 
but we yeah. ended up uh, going pretty long on that episode. So we said, ah, fuck it. That was, uh, we, we did, we, you know, we had uh, you in here and yep. we had Captain Trips for the first time. Captain Trips. And uh, he had, you know, he had never been on a podcast before. Yeah. And, you know, I love Captain Trips. The man loves to chit chat. Yeah. A very loquacious man. Yeah. But I respect him for that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Good dude. It, and, it was hey, a good hey. time, man. Hats off to him and Allie. They had they had a little baby. Yay! Hey, I'll get us brown liquor. Little cat and trips. So, Junior, you want to you want to grab those? So we'll Ben get started. Oh, he'll give me the goddamn soap. <laughs> yeah. Brian Cox is doing McDonald's now. What the fuck is that? Man? Sorry. Uh, so, um, where I was going with that though is I went back. I kind of revisited a couple of them were outdated. They weren't even there anymore. They got deleted. Like the original poster fucking oh, took shit. it down. Yeah. So I was like, let's let's uh let's refresh this. All right. So we got a new list. Yeah. Three. There's five total. Two or three of them were on the original list, and then I grabbed a couple new ones. So. Right on. Um, so yeah, if you are ready, I know, uh, yeah, Joe's just walked away. He's so. coming right okay. back right now. Okay, cool. So, uh, yeah, so let's start. Oh, and also one of these is not an, am I the asshole? It's a, uh, what should I do in this situation? But it was seriously one of the funniest fucking things I've ever read in my entire life. So yeah, it's coming on the show. So, oh, I'm good, buddy. Thank okay. you though. So very first one kicking it off. Am I the asshole for buying a quote unquote murder house and not having a problem living in it? Uh, throw away because I don't want this on my main account. Uh, also, I apologize in advance. Reddit posters love to not embrace fucking brevity, so some of these are kind of long-winded, but uh, I will do my best to chew through them as quickly as possible. Gotcha. I'm a 40-year-old male, and my fiance Kara is 37, uh, and her daughter Kim is 16. Kim's dad died when she was six. Kara and I met when Kim was 10, but I didn't meet Kim until we were together for over a year and knew things were serious. My relationship with Kim isn't parental, but we get along without fuss most of the time. I feel more like an uncle figure than a parental figure. Kara's mother was just in a major car accident, and she couldn't bring Kim due to her online school schedule. Kim had a few friends. O- Kim had friends over without permission last time she was left alone for a few days. So Kara asked if she could stay with me for the next few weeks. She doesn't have a firm return date yet, and I agreed. I bought a house a few years ago and finished the renovations and remodel last fall. I got it cheap because a murder occurred here over a decade ago, uh, it, over a decade ago by now, and no one touched it till I fixed it up. It's not like there's blood or anything anywhere. And the way I see it is, is someone probably died in most houses and buildings that exist. It sucks, but there's death everywhere. Kim has been staying. <laughs> Kim has been staying with me since Saturday, and she seemed excited when I gave her the grand tour. I showed her the basement hangout, and she said I could have. A, and I said she could have a friend or two over if she wanted to, so they could have some fun. That sounds fucking creepy. I know she's worried about her grandma. I know she's worried about her grandma after all. I even showed Kim the room I put together for her, which made her cry because she thought it would it would just be a guest room. I wanted her to feel at home, blah, 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 blah. Uh, things were going great until I found Kim crying in the kitchen this morning. She went for a walk when she woke up and upon chatting with the neighbor down the street, learned that the murder happened here. The neighbor was very descriptive and told her far more details than I knew. And Kim asked why I didn't tell her. I was honest and said I knew a major crime happened, but it was over a decade ago. It's not that I don't care, but the price of this house was too good to pass up. No way I could have afforded a house since house this nice and big under normal circumstances. Kim demanded that I sell the house because she doesn't want to live here when, when she and Kara move in with me. I told her that's not happening. Last paragraph. Kara is too preoccupied with her mom to deal with this right now, but Kim is at my throat. Kim thinks I'm cruel for not caring enough to, about her to sell my house. 
And when I told her that I care uh, about her and even made sure she has her own room, she snapped and said that I just don't get it. Am I an asshole for not having an issue living here? Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's the fucking... <laughs> They get a little more lighthearted after this one. I just saw Murder House, poor movie <sighs> podcast one. Right. Uh, okay. Can I can I drill first? Cincinnati. Jail. All right. So now he knew it was a murder house, but not right away. He knew when he bought it, it was a murder house. Okay. But I, obviously, like, that that was that, what I meant. It was not right away. That's not what attracted him to this. He's no, no, like, no, no. I saw this great house. Find out it's a murder house. Still bought it. Yeah, Wait. because it was super cheap. Like a big, nice house. Real, but real it, quick. No, go ahead. Did somebody just naturally die of causes or like somebody got fucking you know norman or uh you know got stabbed to death yeah like stabbed to death it was a major crime hope this there. is not chris's blood <laughs> so yeah somebody some mileage out of that homes <laughs> in a summary somebody he knew that somebody was murdered at this house but because of that to death okay yeah <laughs> and uh oh yeah <laughs> i'm just pressing oh, the buttons now because buttons. i know how much aaron loves it oh man but yeah, so he knew the major crime happened there. Somebody died. Uh, the daughter of his girlfriend is freaking the fuck out because she found out about this. Blah blah blah. Wants him to sell the house. I no, I don't think that he's the asshole. And here's the reason why: because to quote Lex Luthor, "Land, it's something they're not making any more of." Yep. Get your fucking hands on it as fucking fast as you can, as cheap as you can. Now, granted. It's in a fucking murder house for sure, but the house itself didn't fucking commit the murder. Right. Right? So, like, like the fucking DeWitt family or fucking whatever it is in fucking Amityville, right? Like, fucking people live there. It's a fucking famous house. That shit fucking happened for, like, a second. Right. Yeah, okay, sure, not great for the fucking history of the house, but fucking move on. You got a fucking great... I'd live in a fucking murder house. Yeah. If I found a fucking... I love my house, but if I fucking found a house... Cheaper than this, twice the fucking size in a better location, you bet your fucking ass I'd fucking move in there in a yeah. fucking heartbeat. I mean, dude, the, the house isn't going to fucking kill you, man. It's I moved into a house with four other dudes. Tell me more. Yeah, is that a story <laughs> for a different podcast? Um, we lived in Edwardsville. Take, on, your, sh- take on, your shirt off before you tell me this. Called, Here comes and we all lived, the dicks in my butt. <laughs> we lived in Dunlop Lake, and this is not it's a murder my house, live. My but it's kind of similar um, where this old man who had this house died. Uh, the guy across the street was my brother's uncle. He bought it and then rented it to us for fucking super cheap because this old man and his Your wife died in there. So we moved in and nobody lived in this one upstairs bedroom. And they're like, oh, hey, you're moving out of your apartment. Uh, we have a room available. So I fucking moved in and I was like, hey, you know, why is this a bit like why is Warren living in the basement while everybody else is upstairs? Why do the walls bleed? And they're like, oh, well, the fucking the, the couple that lived here died in this room. And I was like, oh, well, that's all right. That's not a big deal. And uh, I noticed that my room had this, like, Christian, uh, like, um, I forget the patron saint that was the light switch. But, like, it was a light switch of a patron saint. And I went to go fucking change it, put a Superman light switch on there. And it wouldn't work. So I actually put it back to the old one. I was like, well, I'm trying to use, like, this big flip switch. There's probably something wrong with the fucking, it's an old wiring. Put this on. I was like, well, this still works. And they were like, oh, it's probably the fucking ghost in the house. I'm like, this does not bother me. But, like, other people would come over, like, a dating a couple girls when I lived there. None of them wanted to fucking stay in my room because the fucking old dead people like died in this fucking thing. I'm like, it's not a fucking big deal. People and I'm fucking a fucking die, man. Right. It, I'm a fucking is, horror guy. Like, I love this kind of shit, but like, this is not a problem for me. I am fine with this. This is not a big right. deal. Now, granted, this is not a murder scenario, but I'm, what I'm saying is, is I'm comfortable with that. Where I'm like, hey, super cheap because this fucking kind of shit happened. I'm fine with that. I'm fucking moving on. This is not some sort of mass murder fucking 
John Wayne Gacy fucking house development thing where it's like, this is a problem. That's a different fucking story. There's fucking 30 dead fucking raped teenagers in the fucking like basement in the fucking yeah. crawl space. Crawl space. Yeah. I, that I'm not going to live in. I mean, rape crawl. Yeah. Ooh. But uh, here, yes. No, he is not the asshole. Right. Probably some domestic dispute. Nachos, what do you think? All right. Him. To quote Lex Luthor. Hi, I'm Kevin Spacey, and I rate boys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whoops. Did you write that down? Bet your ass I did. <laughs> Memory like a goldfish, fuck. You got to write down that Kevin Spacey rate boys? <laughs> well, it was in lieu of, to your to quote uh, Kevin Spacey, I rate boys. But do you have to write it down? Yeah, I don't for, oh, I, I forget. Oh, my God, that's the, awesome. So, uh, God damn it! <laughs> So a bajillion years ago, uh, I'm loving all your buttons. Oh, dude, I know. I miss these. Are you are you pushing the buttons? <laughs> to the no, no, no. All right. Bag up, bag up, bag up, tear. Oh, now you first, get it. All right. So he ab- talked to me about that one episode. I was like, I know the fuck you're talking about. Uh, it was I silver. It now, it was silver bullet. Yeah, it was silver bullet. Can't tell you the last four of my social security. Now, anyway, so a hundred years ago, the uh, McWearable family. It's an oh old yeah, motherfucker! You're gonna be pushing those buttons with stumps if you keep that shit up. <laughs> anyway, uh, the not just McWearable clan, an old Irish. Oh, oh, sorry. Let me deep throw this. We lived, we lived in a house on one oh one Oakwood. This is the one with the pool, right? No, it was the one with the dead woman who decayed into the floorboards that my parents didn't tell me about well into my 30s. So, yeah, sometimes the power would go out. Life'd be a little weird. I'd be hanging out in the basement playing Resident Evil. I don't have that button. Two. And uh, I just, like, noticed this stain on the floorboard. I'm like, oh, dad got drunk again, <laughs> you know? And uh, like no. Jennifer Conley in Darkwater? No. Oh. To the Hell no, no. Just hit him. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> he said I was the You're like, hey, gang, we're professionals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that just validated it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, son. All right, yeah, so some dead-ass lady melted her fucking uh, corporal form into the floorboards. So, uh, yeah, and I didn't have a Patriot Saint of Light Switch. I had uh, Angela from Sleepaway Camp as my light switch. I got it from the Forever Wait, 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 is the one where she got the yeah, little dick? Uh, no spoilers. Uh, yeah, so anyway, I don't think dude's the asshole because a house is just a place you stay with a couple walls uh, until you and your crew get old. Save enough money and get the fuck out of Dodge. Right? Yeah. Shut up in. No, no. You, you're the presenter. Do you get to weigh in as well? Oh, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll throw in. Um, yeah, this is one. I, I agree with you guys. Uh, I, you know, I would say that honestly, there, I'd say nobody's being an asshole here. The only thing that makes me think that the girl is kind of being more of an asshole is she's like, sell your fucking house. Like, he bitch, you're 16 have years old. A dramatic... He should have disclosed this immediately to them. Yeah, absolutely. And that kind of does make him an asshole. Be like, yeah, come stay at my house. By the way, somebody got fucking stabbed in the eyeballs here. But property's fucking expensive. Especially wait, right wait, now. Get the plight, dude. Wait, the plight there. of an American, like, a, a, a fucking, like, a, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like Honky. Yeah. <laughs> stabbed in the... I was thinking of like a a mid-income family. 
Oh, I don't want to piss off all our caucus fucking listeners. But dude, like, like honestly, this isn't like the Chicago, the Chicago fucking murder castle. This right, is, yeah. dude. You, like, you're not moving into the fucking yeah. Lizzie Borden fucking house, dude. Like, this is thirty wax with a wet noodle, Bart. Get the fuck so, out of dot. Mute your own mic and fall off. I the think roof. there's a little assholishness that falls on both sides, but I, I honestly think that intentions are good. He's just trying to provide a fucking nice house for mm, her. a divided right asshole yeah. with the best intentions. Dude, I'm listening, especially yeah. this market right now. Fucking houses. This is a fucking seller's market. Oh my god, there's not much fucking going up Stops. for a fucking year and a half. Like this is fucking tough right now. So yep. fucking get what you can get. Fucking get it good. If you can get a fucking great deal on something like that, I'd fucking jump on it. I live in O'Fallon, and I made a fucking joke a couple years ago because O'Fallon, there, Troy. There was a uh, Missouri, um, Missouri. There was a Missouri. house that my wife and I looked at actually Ooh. in this neighborhood. Ooh. My wife, thank you, right on Shamrock. That was uh, uh, like left to the bank, and the bank foreclosed on. They were gonna oh, sell yeah, fucking yeah. super like like like. 80,000. Yeah, I'm stupid in, cheap, in this fucking neighborhood. And I'm like, damn, that's fucking like 160 under market. We gotta, gotta look into that. And, uh, it had a lot of problems. We passed and we bought this one instead for like full price. And then that one sat for a while. And then we were here for like a year. And then a news report came out that the, a mom and her daughter were found dead inside. <sighs> Murdered. And they like death? OD'd, like they broke in, fucking just use it as like a meth house kind of thing. Yeah. Well, and they yeah, died. Baby, was trap and I fucking straight was like, Oh, that's awesome. I was like, what the fuck's one of those? Like, we get like three or four more of those, and our fucking taxes go way down. Yeah. Yo, do you want me to like bring my fucking nine mil and just pop a couple shots off? <laughs> She's like, I'll is that it. the kind of excitement you want to bring? I'm like, mm hmm. Because this like, shit's only going to go oh, bag up. Shit. You're like, I bag know that's just bag make up. Oh, okay. All right. There's numero uno. We got four more. I liked it. I don't speak Espanol. Ban. So, all right, give me your next four. You got it. <laughs> give me all. <laughs> I'll of start with number dog. two. All right. <laughs> the, the, this one's kind of funny and equal parts angering. Okay, am I the asshole for telling a child that quote unquote nobody cares? Ooh. <laughs> so here, 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 here's what it is, dude. Th this this will get your blood boiling. Uh, I'll lead on this. <laughs> you had the last. Today I had to look after my 12-year-old niece. I'll call her Rachel for this for this story. Sounds like a Rachel. <laughs> Rachel is a very busy kid. She's very smart and does these mathematics competitions, and she's come first place for three years running. Outside of that, her and her mother, who is my sister, have a little fashion blog on, on social media, which a lot of girls in the area, including my 12-year-old da daughter, Molly, follow. Like our demographic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that the kid has hobbies, but one unfortunate side effect is that she talks about herself a lot. Ooh. We've been on family outings before, and this kid will literally dominate any conversation talking about her competitions or her fashion stuff or something else. My sister encourages this. I do get that she's proud of her daughter and wants what's best for her, but the kid is very fucking self-centered. Today, when Rachel came over, she was wearing a cute dress, and she asked if she could take some pictures for her blog. I didn't mind, but she kept telling Molly to get out of the shots. And when Molly asked if they could take some pictures together, Rachel's response was, ew, no. Mm. This really upset Molly, and I told Rachel because of that I didn't want her taking blog pictures in our house. Later, Molly was... <laughs> this is so fucking stupid. This is so fucking stupid. I'm listening. Later, Molly was doing some People homework. People still have blogs. <laughs> Hold on. Before you go any further, I just have to have one question. Is this kid a... Only child, or I don't know the answer. Yeah, to that question. yeah. I'm going to is. assume because this seems like only childitis right going on right here. Yeah. Just or, trying to get some perspective. Yeah, definitely. But okay, so go says, on. Later, Molly was doing some homework, and I asked Rachel to help. She had she had to look at it and then laughed. 
she said this kind of stuff was too easy for her competitions and that Molly was, quote unquote, dumb to struggle with it. So she called this fucking kid dumb. Right. This little fucking brat. So that was the final straw for me. I told Rachel that nobody cares about her fashion blogger or mathematics competitions and that she's a self-centered bully. This made Rachel cry, and when my sister showed up, Rachel hugged her and told her what I said. My sister said, how could you, how could you say that to a child? I told her that her daughter was using her hobbies to torment and upset Molly and needed to be told that it was not appropriate. My sister took her daughter without saying goodbye. I do feel bad about making the, cry, the kid cry. Truly, I do. But at the same time, she was bullying my daughter and needed to be stopped. My turn. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, you're not the asshole. Destroy that little Lean in, lean in, lean in, lean in. Destroy that little pompous shit cunt before it goes to her head. If she gets loud, tear her arms off. Rip her asunder and feed her the neighbor's dogs. (laughs) No, actually, you need that humbling, man. You want to get through life? Yes, be full of yourself. That's fine. Don't be an arrogant shit goblin. Do you want me to tell you guys what Reddit deems these people to? Does that help? I can't you know, I, yeah, well, yeah, what yeah, Reddit yeah, says. Well, so, well, we're done. Yeah, yeah. We do it first, and I'll see yep. what Reddit says. Okay. Uh, so, oh, I wasn't done. Oh, okay. Yes. All right, so. Shred that child's pride from her bones. <laughs> I mean, I get it. It's good to be full of yourself, but also humble the fuck up, kid. And, you know, sorry, your auntie or whomever the fuck needs. Your auntie. Yeah. I, oh, shit. You know. Drop some truth on you. Better a family member than some asshole from the school. Right. You know? We're just a couple of pimps, no hoes. I don't know how that correlates with anything I just said, but I fucking love it. Yeah, so. Are you telling me the man who tried to put a rubber fist in my anus was a homosexual? (laughs) Yes, because the. (laughs) Let's not make that connection, or you're as good as Lex Luthor. Oh, man. All right, so primarily what I'm saying is. Yes. Jesus wept. Rip her asunder. Tear her a new asshole. God damn it! You're going to pay therapy bills regardless. Uh, Go ahead, facehold man haver. (laughs) I fucking love these buttons. The horns Um, of Jericho agree. I only just discovered that you had the the first three sets here because I... You know, because you put it in and I said it. I'm like, all yeah. right, well, I, I go to mine and then I just leave Loyal it as mine. So come back to what you missed is, yes, we might have done shots. Uh, so <laughs> like actually, I agree on your face. I agree with nachos for a different reason, though. No, not the asshole. <laughs> Here's the asshole. Not even the kid, the parent yeah. of Rachel. That's the asshole because at this point at twelve, that's that's like the cusp. That's that's the that's the cutoff line right there. That's the goalpost. At that point, at sixth grade, you got to fucking cut off that snobby fucking behavior because they're gonna fucking grow up being fucking real cunts and plots and pieces of shits. Tween, a yeah. Ben Shapiro. Make sure you stop that now. The parent of that child has allowed that to go on, and that's not okay. Yep. That's the fucking biggest fucking problem here. And as a yeah. fucking parent myself of a couple of fucking pieces of shit, Whoa. I'll tell you. I hate everybody. Okay, what were you saying? No, 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 no. I don't mean like pieces of shit like they're terrible kids. I just, I literally watch my wife shit them out on a stump. Like a bird. <laughs> You're who? My wife. Thank you. Kids. We're just a couple of pimps, no hoes. <laughs> oh, I peed a little. I peed a little. Are you telling me the man who tried to put a rubber fist in my hey, fuck off with those buttons. Use that hole in your face. Use my fucking buttons. Uh, so, 
That I mean, honestly, that's really is how I feel. <laughs> so I was listening to this whole thing, and I'm not, and I'm listening. I'm like, yeah, that kid. Like, it's kind of shitty, but it's it's the parents' fault. It's Rachel's parents' fucking fault for yeah. fucking enabling that kind of fucking behavior. Right now, she you cut it off like you get to fucking high school. Yes, like that's where kids kind of really discover their own and they're fucking moving on with their and own get fucking humbled. lives. That's why you needed an older sibling. Yep. I'd actually to I beat the fuck out of you. I had a situation in freshman year redacted. This portion of the episode was removed due to Cincinnati Jeff lashing out irrationally about some bullies. Remember kids, don't be a bully. Be better. Be best. Now, back to the episode. Like going, like sticking to the article here, I am definitely saying, um, he's not the asshole. Is there a, possibly a better way he could have approached it? Maybe, <laughs> but, but what is he supposed to do? Like, is, is he going to go to the mom and be like, "Hey, your daughter see, said that she's going to make and well, my I, daughter." See, that's where perfect. I think I think that he should go to the parents there. Yeah, I think he should, but I, you and know, with the murder, mom, he's not the asshole, but he approached it wrong. I, I think so. I, All I right, agree. and then he murders the parents, and it's a call. That's what I'm obviously doing right round. now by lashing out via my podcast. But you know what? Fuck that bitch. Our podcast. Our podcast. Come here. Come here. <laughs> also redacted. All right. Uh, man, it's hard to bounce back from that one. Okay, here we go. Yeah, I got things to say. My bad. <laughs> Am I the asshole for buying my girlfriend lingerie that's too small? <laughs> okay. Just bear with me here. <sighs> Just as some background, my girlfriend is 24 and I'm 24 and we live together. We've been dating for about two years now. We both decided to lose weight together seriously last month. Ooh. So far, I lost four pounds while she didn't lose any. We weigh ourselves every day. Her birthday was yesterday and I bought her some sexy lingerie. They were so expensive and she seemed happy when she opened the gift. She looked at the size and said that they won't even fit her. I told her she wouldn't know until she tried them on. Until she tried them on. It took a bit of convincing, but she finally tried them uh tried them on she was pissed the whole time but even more when they didn't fit if i'm being honest it was a pretty funny sight she looked like a sausage <laughs> so if, you've, if you've never had to squeeze raw meat into a fucking sausage tube it, it it's the only image it can conjure up is fucking squeezing other meat into a fucking sausage tube so i i can literally fucking uh. Imagine this. Uh, that sentence alone just fucking killed me. Okay, I told her that she can use this as motivation to lose weight properly now. She was furious and left our home. Now she's staying with her friend. I told my friends who are girls and got mixed reactions. That's weird to me. If anything, I should be the one mad. What? I wasted... <laughs> Thank you. To the no, no, no. To the no. I wasted all this money, and I can't even return it. I was excited for my girl to model them for me, but that turned out to be a bust. So am I the asshole? It was an honest mistake. How could I possibly know her? Yes, size? Chad, yeah. you are the fucking asshole. Oh, yeah, there's, yeah, there's it's it's not, it's fucking anonymous right on this fucking side of the table. Yes, you're the fucking asshole. So women's sizes already are fucking completely hard to understand Walk for yes. fucking men. Yes, yes, um, dude. Uh, on top of that. Yes, if your woman tells you that she's uncomfortable with the size that you fucking bought, brother, you better just fucking better understand it. That's not a fucking good fucking choice. Take it fucking back or let her fucking do it. Do not fucking force her into it. The, this whole, yes. Recommend it, it just, things. I don't even don't pull yes. the trigger. Yeah. It's Bad like, news all around. Uh, yeah. yeah, hey. Hey, woman. Let's make fun of your weight. God oh, damn it. Boy, that's. Hey, line on up for the free pussy giveaway. That's not fucking happening. It, Obviously, this was written by Chad from the fucking movie we just watched. Right, dude. 
Like, like how the fuck did this dude get mixed reactions? I think that anybody. God like, damn it, Rachel. He pro- and, and Stop he probably, acting like you're better than everybody. You know, of course. Pop that collar <laughs> and pop that pussy. He probably told it from his, you know, uh, a biased perspective, right? Of like, oh, well, I spent all this money and she didn't even appreciate it. I, that's the only way I can even make sense mm, of like. No, it's not how, even cool. Hey, like, Reddit poster, have fun fucking your hand because yeah. your dick might look a little small or understand she needed by a bigger hand or whatever it, the it, fuck. Here's the thing. I will say this. At 24, it's probably his first serious girlfriend that he's likely living Buddy, with. Buddy, you're a little right. older than that. Oh, they, uh, the they, they said they said it. So I, I'll give him that benefit of the doubt, but nah. either way, you've got to understand when the girl says, nah, dude, this ain't going to fit. And body sizes are not addictive to the fucking what women's clothing comes in. Right. That's It's fucking awful, dude. Dude, it's like shoes. I wear a 10. I wear a fucking 13. I, also, side note, period boobs are awesome. And we're back. Oh, my God. This is this whole thing. What do you think? It, the way he wrote it is like, of course, it's silly because it's just like, Jesus fucking Christ. Because it's funny. You're reading it and you're going the whole time in my head. I'm thinking, what a fucking asshole, asshole dude. Asshole. This dude is such a dick. Asshole. And of course, Reddit's ass- response was asshole through and through. Yeah. I mean, this isn't even a fucking question. This guy's yeah. a fucking dumbass. Yeah, here comes the first three Booey comments were like, kill yourself. Kill yeah. yourself. Oh, dude. And Baba Booey, kill well, yourself. I thought I said that three times already. <laughs> and this guy threw a Candy couple man. edits in here and he goes, edit. Wow, you guys are some messed up people. All right, I get it. Stop with the messages. <laughs> so apparently this dude's inbox is getting fucking flooded with people harassing the shit out of him. He's like, I gotta fuck, can I get a moderator in here to fucking fix this for me? I hope his fucking Can Mike Matei come in to fucking delete these comments? I hope his fucking girlfriend's inbox is getting flooded with dicks that aren't his fucking bitch ass. Yeah, his fucking idiot. Yeah, that is not, that's not cool. Don't make fun of anybody's weight, especially don't make fun of your girl's weight. That shit's fucked up, man. All around the board. And hey, to everybody who's listening, I know I'm hitting the buttons a lot, so I really want to apologize. I know you guys are fucking out here thinking about it, and you're like, this motherfucker's hitting it, and I wish you would. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like this is turning into the reject room. This is great, man. It's like, (laughs) I accidentally turned your uh, your podcast into my old podcast. I I just discovered them, like, right before the fucking show started. (laughs) There's more fucking buttons on here. (laughs) All right, uh, do you need pee-pee? Do you need pee-pee time? I'm, I'm Max Squirtage. Go ahead. All right. All right. Okay. So um, he'll run with it. You, you, you'll pee pee. I'll take care of it. Okay. So are we going to the next one? We good? Yeah. Do it. Do it. Am I the asshole for telling my girlfriend I saw her daughter's butthole? <laughs> He's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm gonna wait for I'm gonna wait for Mike to get back. <laughs> All right. So back to Jenny Hoffman. Yeah, I was about to say. That no. fucking bitch. Going back though, dead to real. Um, the one about the fucking shitty kid and the shitty parent or whatever, dude. Uh, just driving your point home. Her mom. The fact that like, I understand why she would get upset with the way that the guy handled it. And I don't mean to revert back to this again, but it just really fucking kills me because you hit it so perfectly with the mom sucks. I don't know who the dad is in this situation. He could equally suck. But you're teaching your kids that this shit is okay, man. And like in the fucking weird, anxious, tense world that we live in right now, the last thing kids need is to be fucking bullied. I mean, you oh, hear yeah. about these these kids at 12, 13 talking about suicide and shit. It's worse now than ever. With. That's why I get so that's why I got so upset with the last one with like the whole Jenny thing and stuff like that. Because like I I can bounce back. But like as an adult, when I think about it, it bothers me so much because I am afraid for my children. Right. 
and their shit. Thank you, Nachos. That's a great <laughs> hug. And because, I'm not, like, I'm, I'm worried idea, about what's yeah. going to be reflected on them. Like, right. they may be fucking super popular. They may not be. And if they are, which way are they going to take? Are they going to be fucking terrible? Because I'm not. I'm just going to go beat the shit out of some shitty kids. That's so, like, yeah, like, who am I going to fucking hurt? Like, whose ass is going to get fucking whipped? It's like Billy Bob Thornton and Bad Santa. He's like, I beat you know, the like, shit I, out of I'm, some kids I kind of fucking worry <laughs> like about Kevin Spacey. You know? I'm going to suck that kid's dick. Like, right now, wait, if, I was, if I was, like, 15, 16, 17 in high school, I'd be fucking super popular because this shit, this fucking CNC Far Factory. Okay, not a surf. This is everything that fucking kids are into right now. Yeah. Oh, no, no. People be fucking hating our shit. They'd be like, well, whatever. These guys are like. Horror movies and make no, I'm, I'm talking the room that we're in, the fucking comic book room, the, the toys, Far Factor, the video baby. games and stuff. Yo, real talk, somebody Pokemans. Might, somebody might have my Pokemans. Let me show them to you. Oh, did you fucking rip ass in the fart factory, dude? You brought it in here. You brought it in. Why'd you go out there? You fucking bring it inside. Son no, I started in here. I brought it out. Oh god. Find a new button, sir. <laughs> Okay, so go, right. go, going back to this one, I wanted to wait for you for this. <laughs> go to the next menu. I know you can do better, sir. Okay. All right. Am I the ass for calling my Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> the real talk from Where's real motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm going to karate chop. Aaron and I will suplex you. Well, actually, Aaron will, and I'll just, like, stand by yeah. <laughs> well, even the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> All right, boys. You here said we go. go to the fucking other shit. All right, Ben, Ben. Gentlemen, go ahead. Am I the asshole for telling my girlfriend I saw her daughter's butthole? <laughs> Age <laughs> bracket. I am a 44-year-old male and started dating a woman who's a 45-year-old female back in December. Her daughter, a 20-year-old female, moved... Pause. One second. Am I wrong for judging right away from the topic? <laughs> Dude. It's, it's not, I, I will be, say this. I mean, I'm going to hear is, the case. It is no, not what you right? think. It I'm, is not what I'm you think. I'm thinking like changing a diaper. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. 20-year-old daughter. I mean, I'm, I'm coming in this like as I Matlock. Like changing a diaper. I'm coming into this as Matlock. However, it sounds like you're guilty. So, here it is. It, it, it's it's not what you it, think. Let's follow suit. It's not what you think. All right. That's all I can say. Uh, her daughter, who's a 20-year-old female, moved down in January from out of state and st- is staying with my girlfriend until she it gets sounds settled. sounds bad already. Daughter's a good kid. We get along well. She even gets along with my son, who's 13. Uh, a few weeks ago, the daughter asked if she could use Snapchat to send me videos of the painting they're doing from the house, videos of their dogs, etc. Week before last, oh. my girlfriend mentions a picture of one of the dogs and that her daughter posted on Instagram. That her daughter posted on Instagram. A nude slip scenario, yes. Mm, kinda. Fans. Uh, knowing that fans. many people use the same username across multiple There's platforms. No I did a Google search using her Snapchat username. The first result was Twitter, which I skipped because uh, Twitter. Second result was her Reddit profile. I think, oh, cool. I love Reddit. Just got my six-year badge. And I clicked the link to her profile. Turns out she uses Reddit to post pics from her OnlyFans page. I see a thumbnail of what can only be described as a picture used for a telehealth exam with an OBGYN or proctologist. Bag up, bag up. <laughs> bag, bag up, here. What in reverse, See, here? no, he, he, he saw that. He saw the thumbnail. At this fault. So, okay. So, what are you going to say? What you got? All right. For starters, dude is Max Creep in attorney at law and had to cyber sleuth to see a butthole. Yeah, on what, accident, what is he but like? Still, a, yeah. Interviewing a fucking job? He go, okay. So, I mean, I understand it's a, there's a seven year gap between the daughter and his son. So, okay. 
I closed a page and went back oh, to the Google sorry. search results and read summaries on the uh, on the links instead of just looking at the domain like I was before. All the links were related to her OnlyFans content mixed with her personal info. Anyone who's been on the net for a while knows this is a recipe for disaster. Hell, I'm even using this throwaway for this post and it doesn't have a pick of my butthole in it. I just don't want this story associated with my main profile. No, he's the fucking asshole. He did a deep dig to find out whatever, which don't. Have he, faith in a motherfucker. And he, even if he... Even that it wasn't the problem, he dug even deeper. Yeah, once he so, fucking saw the asshole pick, yeah, which is very fucking cl- like. Oh, she like must be a googling fucking, her username, and she shit. must be a fucking clown. This is clearly a fucking balloon knot. So, so <laughs> there's one last paragraph on here, and he says, "I talked to a few of my female friends who have daughters to see how bad it would be if I tell my girlfriend what happened." It's not like there's advice for this topic on r slash dating mm. over forty. Uh, the general consensus was Why is he I, on that? I, dude, I don't know. The general consensus was I need story. to tell my girlfriend due to the safety risk. Oh. Last week, I told my girlfriend and showed okay, her- Okay, Kevin Spacey. Last week, I told my girlfriend and showed her how to search her daughter's username because my girlfriend is not tech savvy at all. I showed her how it only took four steps, blah, blah, blah. So he just kind of goes on to say, like, I showed her, now I'm the bad guy, even though I'm trying <sighs> to do the right thing kind of thing, playing the victim. No, right? no, nah, nah, it sounds like Chris Hansen needs to come in the room and be like, oh, Oh, I heard you're digging on butthole picks. And- oh, thank you, thank you. And Kevin Spacey shows up and he's like, yo, I know Clown Eyes over is like, here. Daddy needs to get his rocks off. Yeah. 100% of the reality of this situation is... Not only are is he the... Say it with me. Asshole! The asshole, yes. But he's a fucking creep. He and that's coming from creep. creep. Now, here's the thing. If you were looking up because you got a 20-whatever-year-old, a 13-year-old, they got a 7-year gap, whatever it was. A uh, twenty to thirteen is that what it was? Yeah, his son is thirteen. Hit the daughter that he saw the butthole. Is Yo, 20, we're not 20, talking about thirteen-year-old right. gaps, or we're so, gonna get flagged. So I understand he's like, hey, look, this is kind of a like a mix here. You know, families intermingling, things like that. Want to look this up? Make sure that things are copacetic. When you come across him, this obviously fucking is porn. And he was uh, like, hey, this is a, clearly a fucking balloon knot. And I know if I fucking click on this, it's going to be a fucking problem because I recognize fucking balloon knots because who the fuck doesn't? Either you fucking have seen an asshole or own a cat. Either way, you fucking know <laughs> what the fuck they look like. You fucking click it and you fucking go deeper down that fucking rabbit hole. Uh, you've already fucking crossed the line. That You are hole. looking for fucking trouble. You're a bad fucking parent. You're an asshole, and you need to fucking go to jail. <laughs> I need, I, or at least get the fucking teeth beaten out of you I, I, okay. in jail. In the purest form, if this dude was being genuinely honest and was mm. like, "This was a fucking accident. Mm. I don't know what happened. It spiraled out of control." It's I, so. I'm saying in the purest form that I could understand what he's saying. What I am going to say is I don't buy the victim bullshit for two seconds. He was looking for buttholes. He looked up that girl's and fucking he found username. found a butthole. He saw her Reddit profile. He went digging in her fucking, he, like these goddamn social justice warriors do, going fucking oh. skimming through her Hey, you ass. just saw Tucker and Dale. You know you don't have to fucking go that far to fuck up. Yeah, like, We're dude, why assholes. did he feel the need to go online and start yeah. typing in her username and Google and shit? Actually, that's good. You know who's the asshole? We are just fucking talking about this fucking rapist yep. piece of shit. Asshole. I think asshole. We're just a couple of pimps, no hoes. <laughs> maybe That's he could, maybe he could God be... God damn it, I love it. Maybe he could be a stab hole. Hey, I apologize for all these buttons that I keep pressing, but they're so fun. Are you fucking pushing my buttons? <laughs> okay. They're his. Are you telling me the man who tried to... Do gooder. Uh, Next page. I, th- I think we have sparse. a unanimous asshole consensus here. Jesus Sounds like everybody's Christ. on the same page. Hang Jesus Christ, that fucking pervo. That's, a, that's, a uh, that's rape lore, and... We should like. 
By the way, Reddit disagrees Throw with us. Throw him a party in the prison. By the way, Reddit completely disagrees with us. They're like, oh, you're not the asshole. Are you, you fucking shitting to- me, dude? Dude, the first, the first fucking comment. I will read you the first one here. Please. Not the asshole. This makes me really sad knowing you were generally torn as to whether you should say anything. Fuck oh, you. And that's that, a fucking other dad who's a fucking steep you, fucking stalker piece so of shit. And you so only to protect your girlfriend's daughter. And as a result, you're the one getting it in the neck. I don't know what oh, he'll you did. Get well, she's getting it in the fucking blah, ass. Blah, 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 blah. Speaking of torn fucking. assholes. So, right. okay. I've got one last one. Right. Here. It looks like a fucking wallet I dropped in a goddamn bonfire. Fuck that shit. <laughs> this <What>? is... <laughs> Reverse that. Back up, Terry. <laughs> when refusing to spend your money somewhere isn't enough... Hey. Oh my god. They just wouldn't give my miniature poodle a cute sticker. Yeah, the massage therapist refused to jerk me off. Hey, he paid money for this. We're gonna Bitch. use it. This is Google Reviews. Oh, dude, this was a Google. You played the Google Reviews one. God damn, dude, I forgot about all these. I didn't see there was not an AMA one. So on we did we forget the the, it the skip word this is a bonus episode of this point. Yeah, dude, this is gonna be okay, got one last one. We're gonna get through this. shit. We're gonna get through this last. Last one, boys. Yes. I saved this one for last. It's not an am I the asshole, but dude, this is fucking one of the funniest things I've ever read in my life. So here we go. And also redacted. Jesus, is there anything in this episode that we can actually use? All right. Hey, no, everybody. Thank you for fucking listening. We had a great episode tonight with fucking gentle Ben. So remember to always we had a lot of fun today folks but i just want to say one thing remember be smart and redact while you can